What the fuck is up, what everyone? Up? My name's Kyle, aka Cheesy, if you say so, and this is my main man, and aka. Uh, I'll, I'll be Bruce Wayne. Fucking Bruce Wayne, yeah. Batman poster saved me right there. Oh, nice. That was a good yeah. one. That was a nice quick pull. Yeah. Um, how you been, man? Oh, you know, I'm chilling and shit. Yeah, we've been chilling. Living life. We've been chilling here talking for a minute. Yeah, um, we, we, we kind of got into it a little bit. <laughs> Boring shit. I'm glad we got out of the way on the pre-show. It's all computer nerdy shit. Yeah, we're going to talk about graphics cards and <laughs> RTX 2060. We're talk about frame rates. Yeah. And all I told him is I'm not a frame rate guy. I don't care. That's all. I think That's frame rates more line. important than graphics. That's yeah. my opinion. Okay. Um. Speaking of graphics, man. Um, oh, let's clash. Speaking of graphics, there's a graphic for your ass right there. Uh, Bow. Oh, here, let's do it on the mic. Boy. Oh, oh, yep. Ooh. That's a mm, good fucking clash. Boy. So, how you been, man? How's life? Uh, you know, I'm chilling. Um, Anything new or crazy or different happened this past week? Um, I was talking to my three-year-old daughter. Yeah. And um, I was explaining, like, names. First, middle, last. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was playing. This is your name. First, middle, last. Yeah. This is this is your brother's name. First, middle, last. It's not just your first name. Like, right. These are all your name. And then she said, "Dead ass serious." My three year old daughter goes, "What's your name?" Let me know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> what? I swear to God, bro. She be watching YouTube. <laughs> let me know in the comments. That's so funny. I was dying, bro. Oh, that's so funny. That was hilarious. And she was probably like dead ass serious too. Like <laughs> it was it was so funny, bro. Oh, I love that shit, man. She just dropped that in casually. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. Those those moments are the are the best because there's like so memorable and uh, funny just to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that shit's funny as a dad. I, I love that shit. But, um, you know, th- those kind of moments are what you live for as a parent, you know? If My- you have a ser- similar experience to that, like as a listener, tell me about it. Let me know in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Drop it in the comments. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. Um, yeah, my five-year-old, dude, she, she makes me laugh every day, like all day. I mean, yesterday I was just like tidying up and doing dishes and shit. And like, she was literally just like hanging out in the kitchen talking to me. She doesn't shut up. And she'll even say like, I talk a lot. I ask a lot of questions, don't I? <laughs> say shit like that. Like, even that makes well, me Like laugh. we had a discussion about your daughter once before um, because she's a little weird. And yeah, I said, I said, well, no, like I said, like that might be rough for her when she's in school. Yeah. Because of the way kids are in school. Yeah. But like later on in life, that's going to benefit her. Oh, I agree. Being weird is going to be a gift when she's older and it might make adolescence a little, <laughs> little tough, but like later on, she's going to be more interesting than her peers. Yeah. I, I, you know, love it. I, I foster it. You know what I mean? When, when she, any like weird shit she says, or like I laugh at her and I mean, if she, she sometimes does cross the line where I get back, like, all right, that's too weird. You can't do that. Like, <laughs> don't do that at school, you know, like, pull her butt out and shit like that. I'm like, come on. I, I think it's fucking my son, hilarious. My son but. got like boxer briefs one day and then he was in school trying to show everybody his new underwear. And his teacher was like, yeah, he might need to stop doing that. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll talk. <laughs> that's to him. funny though. That's, that's crossing the line. He was excited. He had Sonic underwear. He wanted everybody to see yeah. Sonic underwear. And I was like, I get it, bro. Right. Like you're a little kid, but like you can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny though. I mean, he, he's excited, you know? If I had Sonic underwear, I'd be showing everybody. Yeah. Check it out. I got like, Sonic. I mean, like I get like all these cool socks and shit. And then I like got to show people like this guy. 
My Game of Thrones socks. It's been a while since you put your feet on the table. It's been a while, bro. Yeah, I know. You used to do that. I, I got a lot of cool socks for Christmas. Yeah. But, um, what kind? I got a bunch. Tell of, us about them. A bunch of Zelda socks. I'll start showing you all my socks. Cause, oh, please don't. Dude, I could wear a different pair of socks every day for every show for the whole year. I bet you I could. I could wear a different hat every show for the whole year, but I don't. You should, though. I've been I wearing do. a different shirt every sh- trying to every single show. I occasionally... Show. Will like where like I have, I have a collection of like I don't know twenty or thirty hats that I really love. Yeah, and then a whole bunch of them that I just don't really ever wear. Okay, and occasionally I try to fit in some of the ones that I don't ever wear just for the sake of being wearing it once in a while. But they never really look that but good. Like a lot. Like today I put on like three different hats where I was like I haven't ever worn this in the show, and I was like no. Yeah, I do that too. You know what I'm saying? Like I only have like ten hats, and I end up doing that. That's why I wear my Zelda hat like every fucking time. I have a <laughs> massive number of hats. Yeah. Like I said, there's, I have a lot of cool hats that I definitely would wear on the show. Yeah. Except like, I can't wear a bucket hat with headphones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I got shit like that. I got a whole collection of bucket hats. Oh, I can't wear them with headphones. Yeah. Maybe those shows. And one of them would have went great with this shirt too. Just bring over like some earbuds one day and wear them. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Well, anyways, uh, yeah, uh, my daughter is a weirdo. She, she loves, I'll end on this. She loves talking about, um, she loves talking about like poop and like farts and shit. You would hate that. Yeah, but my kids do too. I she, hate it. She literally asked me the other day, like what's explosive diarrhea out of the blue. I was like, well, <laughs> let me tell you. And uh, she's like, can you show me videos of explosive <laughs> diarrhea? I'm like, no, uh, well let's wait until everyone's done eating their burritos. <laughs> literally we were eating, eating at the time. So that's and then you showed weird. her. Um, I try to look up some like I found some funny like gifts of people with explosive diarrhea. I could not we find parent different, bro. I couldn't <laughs> anything. She, <laughs> no, <laughs> anything they want to see, I'll show them. Man. I mean, as long as it ain't like you know. No, I'd have been weird, like absolutely not. No, no, uh, no. <laughs> By <laughs> the way, you're grounded until you're twenty. Like get the fuck out. I of think here. that shit's funny. So no. I, I mean, I'd rather them know shit than not. You know. No, I'm with that, but I'm not looking up videos of explosive diarrhea under any <laughs> circumstance. No. <laughs> You're, no, go to your room. Go to your room. <laughs> she told me yesterday she was like, uh, she was like in the bathroom and like open the bathroom door and her butt's out. So, I mean, this is the kind of shit I'll get murdered for when she's big if she sees this. But uh, she's like, ah, oh, she's like, come look at the poop on my butt. And like she hadn't wiped yet. I was like, come on, dude, close the, that kind of shit. I was like, close the door and wipe your butt. Come on. Yeah, like no. Uh, <laughs> I was like, that's too weird. You know, you gotta crawl. You gotta draw the line somewhere. Yeah, no, no, not my household. Uh, uh-uh. yeah, but you know, it's fun <laughs> I, being a parent. No, nah, parent, parenting is kick ass. <laughs> oh. All right, that's cool. I'm yeah. starting the show off with some fun uh, parenting. Yeah, I love that shit, man. I live for it. All right, <laughs> so let's cut right to the shit. Okay, I saw Bird Box. Oh, and I kind of want to have a discussion about it. All right, let's do it. What's it about? A bird box? No, what do you think it's about? Um, it, Spoiler, watch Bird Box if you Yeah, have. we're about to spoil the shit out of this, so <laughs> cut ahead if you don't want that. Um, Are you saying, are you asking about like the social commentary that it's the obviously, underlying Obviously, com- this movie is all metaphorical. Yeah. there's a, That's why it doesn't show the monsters. Is that what you're asking? Like, yeah, so when I say what what is it about, I obviously understand yeah. physically what it shows you. Okay. I'm talking about the metaphorical. What are they really saying with this film? Because the reason I ask is because I watched it and I had a very strong opinion. I thought I got it. Yeah. Like, I totally got it. I had it. And then I just wanted to see whatever, because everybody was talking about it so much. I Googled other people's 
hmm. assumptions. Okay. Unexpected. And I read a bunch of other explanations. Well, tell me, because I'll be and honest. They, like, all, all the other explanations that I found made every bit as much sense as the one that I had come okay. to on my own. So, like, I'd like to hear that because uh, I'm trying to think, like, obvi- I think there's some obvious, like, connotations happening, but I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to piece it together in my head. I'll be honest. I haven't thought too much about, like, the meta, and it, I haven't thought about it in the metaphorical sense. So, I would like I to hear wonder, some of those opinions. I wonder if the filmmakers intentionally made it like it's obviously ambiguous yeah but i wonder if they made it so open that it could apply to multiple things or if they had an actual thing like a metaphor that they were trying to put forth and we're just all interpreting it differently Hmm. my do you have any guesses here before i say what i'm gonna say it's obviously something regarding like as soon as you see the truth like you know it drives you mad or something like that. So there's there's some See, shit. That's not my assumption. Either. There's some shit like that. But I, and that I, works. Like I said, I would like to hear some um, okay. some real opinions on so, it. Other opinions. Seeing the truth and driving you mad, that is another explanation that I haven't seen. And that makes great sense for what it is. My assumption was it was religion. Oh, okay. The reason that I say that is because there's all these people... There's like the crazy people that are trying to force you have to see it. It's so beautiful. Like they're pushing religion on you. Look, look, open your eyes. Look. And all these people are like, no, get the fuck away yeah. from me. I don't want to believe in your religion. You know what I'm saying? And then when they finally are like forced into it, they go fucking crazy, bro. And it mm. consumes them. And I felt like that was obviously religion. Wow. That sounds then, cool. I've never thought of it like that. Um, like, well, then you also have like Sandra Bullock's like boyfriend in the movie. He's a martyr, right? He dies for the cause yeah. to save everybody else. Mm-hmm. There's that. Like, it seems so obviously religion walking in blind faith. They're covering their eyes the whole movie. Yeah. Like, that seemed obvious to me. But not everybody saw that so clearly the way that I did. I saw things, and I can't detail all these because I don't remember them all perfectly, but like, there are metaphors to how this is an anti-technology movie and how technology is ruining you and how you, when you get too into your phones and sh- your electronics, it ruins your life. And, uh, okay. there's, I saw, I could see that too. This could have been like a black mirror episode, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, your explanation of it being half a quiet place and half the happening yeah. was the most perfect <laughs> comparable. Like that's exactly yeah. what this movie is. And I want to be honest. I liked it better than both. Okay. I really, I'm glad you liked it. I thought this was a great movie. I really loved it. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I watched it like right away because there's been so much hype and everybody's, everybody seems to be talking about it. And it's mainly due to, it seems like Netflix went on a meme blitz, um, I'm guessing, to kind of raise awareness for this movie and it fucking worked. Don't get me wrong. Having Sandra Bullock and John Malkovich in a Netflix movie is pretty incredible. And MGK too. And MGK. And he played a super douche. And Lil Rel. And what's her yeah. name from American yeah. Horror Story. Yeah. You know? Which she was awesome, by the way. They were all good. Yeah, it was to be it, honest. It's a, like there was part a, of me that like because I'm not a huge MGK fan. Yeah. Like when he was on there, I was like, uh, Annie plays a scumbag, <laughs> and I know that that you playing a scumbag in a movie in no way, shape, or form means you're a scumbag in real life. But right. it was hard for me like disassociate <laughs> myself from that with like the whole Eminem thing recently yeah. happening and everything. He was good in it though. Like he, he was. Did, he, he did. He did. No, he did. He did a good job. Yeah. Um, I thought so, John Malkovich was great. He was. He was really good. I thought Sandra Bullock was really good too. Yeah. Um. I think it's that all around dude, solid. Uh, like that black dude great. is from some shit too. Like um, I don't yeah. know his name, but he's from some shit. I've heard. Uh, I, I he's not a nobody actor. You yeah, know yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna look that guy up. Um, 
I thought it was great. I did see a lot of people were really upset that it didn't show the monsters, which I feel like it didn't bother me at all. First of all, first of all, if you show the monsters, I feel like it kind of ruins it. It's like the Blair Witch. You know what I'm saying? Like once you show the witch, it's not the same anymore. Um, God damn it. But I will say Travante Rhodes, probably. I also think if you show the monsters, then it will ruin the ambiguity of the film, which I think is really important. Yeah. How good the film is. I agree. I think that's a dumb complaint. And I think I don't want to be too offensive here, but like I would imagine dumb people don't like ambiguous films because they don't like to come (laughs) to conclusions on their own. Um, I really like that. Just like as an artist, the way my mind works, that really appeals to me. Um, Looks like the only other good shit or popular shit he's been in is the predator. And it looks like he was in moonlight, but then again, Oh, there it is. Yeah. Um, Westworld. Oh, was he in Westworld? Oh yeah. He's in one episode. It appears. I don't know. Um, I just know I'd seen him before. He was good though. I liked him a lot. He was great. Um, that was another thing with like the religion thing is he, he goes into that whole thing. I, I love this because as an atheist watching this movie and assuming that this was about religion, mm-hmm. there's this whole sequence where he's telling the kids about the, the tree and climbing the tree and she gets Sandra Bullock. gets so mad. Yeah. She's like, yo, they're never going to experience that. Why would you say that to him? Like all that. And he goes in this whole thing about like, look, you have to believe in something like it doesn't matter if they're like, they need some kind of hope. They have to believe in some kind of hope. And I thought that went really well into like touching on like being agnostic okay like it doesn't necessarily have to be this or that but they have to have something there's other stuff there's other options and i thought that was like a really cool layer to the the religion metaphor so if it is if it is a religion metaphor or any of these metaphors that you've brought up um what how do you think the end ties into that into any of these um opinions like the end meaning like she finally gets to the place where they actually can stay not blindfolded and they're back to civilization. Like, what do you think that would represent? Or what have you, what I think did the you blind read? people will be atheists. Okay. They're blind. They can't see. And it's finally, once she's with them, like she's it, safe. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying like they're blind. They can't, there's buy nothing to be religion. afraid of. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, hmm, that's a good point. Um, and again, that might not at all be what it is. That's how I interpreted it. But yeah. I've seen a lot of things. That That's cool. Sense, so. I, I actually hadn't read anything like that. I I'm also an atheist. So it's easy for me to adapt that to my beliefs. Sure. So that could be just but, me applying my own projecting myself onto the film. I could also see a religious person watching it and getting literally the exact opposite where this might reaffirm that she finally found Jesus. You know what I mean? Like that's, it's literally the devil out to get them. Like mm-hmm. they could probably interpret it like that. So you could really skew it any way you want. Even still from beginning to end, I think it's a really like fun, like adrenaline to be very ride. Clear. To like, be very clear. It's a good movie. I love religion is fiction yeah so like be just because i'm an atheist doesn't mean i can't appreciate like films about religion or anything like not everything has to be atheist for me to enjoy it like the passion of the christ i I haven't seen it actually i heard it was just like a two-hour snuff film so i never it really is it's pretty bad uh, i mean it's it's a good movie but you're right but like i can totally appreciate things about religion and enjoy them as fiction you know what i'm saying it's no different than watching game of thrones or something you know what i'm saying like it's and that's cool which by the way please start watching that because the new season's about to start in april um but like it doesn't have to be an atheist thing for me for me to enjoy it, but that's just how I perceive the movie. Well, of course, yeah. Um, I got you. Um, but what what would you give it on a scale of one to ten? It's definitely a monster bash for me. Um, I, I, I would give nine, it nine, bro. I thought it was yeah. really good. I, I thought it was really good. 
I liked it a lot. Me too. I thought it was great. Um, oh, yeah, also, just on the other thing, when I was uh, when I was touching on the people getting mad about not seeing the monsters. I also monster think it's bash. it's hard for them to show the monsters. Yeah, because I think they made it pretty obvious that everybody, when they see it, it shows them like their own true fears. So it's not the same for everybody. Yeah, that's true. You know, there's like the chick, like right at the beginning when the uh, she gets in the car wreck and she they pull her into the house. The chick comes out. She's like, "Mom, ma," and she's yeah. seeing her own. Like everybody sees their own right, right personal fear or whatever. So that's like, why they can't, can't. That's it's not a monster. Like that's right. why they can't show. Well, they, it. there's like, nothing I to show. I just saw a thing last night that was like the filmmakers had like a monster that they created to show in the film and they decided Ooh. not to. I'm glad they didn't. Um, and I, the way that they were going to show it was it was going to be like a baby monster because it was supposed to be Sandra Bullock fear her baby and that's what she was going to see. That sounds pretty dumb. But they didn't show it. I Thankfully. mean, and, and they, they said like the film creators were like, we think we made the right decision not showing it. I think they did too. Me too. Um, But dope. I, I really loved it. I'm I thought it was great. You, I'm glad you liked it because I, I was worried that maybe you would shit on it. But no, that it. movie was the shit, bro. Happy that was really that. good. Um, what Did you watch any other movies? I, I got, did. Okay. What else did you watch? I watched Bandersnatch. Okay. Nice. What'd you think? I thought it was so fun. It's like the, one of the coolest like movies I've ever watched. But um, I love Black Mirror. So I w- knew I was in for a ride no matter what. Um, I need to go back and rewatch it because I still haven't watched it since getting the one ending I got or whatever. But um, I don't know. I, I, I definitely give it a monster bash. It's a m- monster bash. All right. I watched I watch Bandersnatch. <laughs> Sounds like you didn't like it. Nah, that shit was trash, bro. Really? That shit was horrible. Oh, that's a shame. Um, I watched it and I kept like making decisions and then it would just pull me back and may have me remake the same decision again. It was like, nope, wrong decision. Well, yeah, you make a different decision. You got you, you got to make the other decision in that case. Right. But like, what's the point of ha- having me make decisions if every time I make the wrong one, you're just going to have to me go back and redo it until well, I make the right one. That's like that's it's fucking dumb. It's bro. still I mean you know it's just a movie like it's they, they can only film so much like i understand i just feel like they're like, gonna they're, they show you if you pick the same thing they go back and they kind of remix it he's like huh what and like then you're supposed to pick the other one and then you'll keep yeah. going and then you'll do that a few times in that movie but right but it's I the, feel like it's the fun point, of it and it's cool because it shows you like you get to see both perspectives in, not, in the end and that's cool but like i feel like this fucking guy. No, nah, I mean, I just feel like, what's the point of giving me a choice if I have to choose what you want me to choose to begin I gotcha. with? And uh, I don't know. I think also, you- I think there's layers to this movie where it's like, it's a choose your own adventure book, mm-hmm. and then he's making it into a game, and you're playing kind of the choose your own adventure at the same time. Yeah. And then he becomes self aware, and he's mm-hmm. fighting what you're telling him to do. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, all of that was like a really great idea. Yeah. And I just feel like it was executed poorly. I feel like they just squandered a great idea. I think they did it. I think it was like, I think the whole concept for it is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I just think it was poorly done. Yeah. It gets like super meta. And I think that's the point of it is it essentially like if you've ever watched Black Mirror, the show is always each episode is essentially like a way to show you how technology could ruin uh, you know, human existence essentially is what almost every single episode is about to boil it down to the simplest terms. So I think with this, what they're trying to do with this movie or event, however you want to uh, say it, they're almost like making you part of it. You know, they're trying to show like, haha, like it's a, it's just a, an interactive way to get the viewer like into that world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, which I think they do do a pretty cool job of, and it's just so unique, which is why I love it. The story isn't amazing, it's but great. 
the story isn't amazing, but I think the execution was fantastic. Um, see, like my thing is, I think because um, I read somewhere before I watched the movie, I read that Netflix has basically rolled out this program where you can make movies like this, where you can choose your own. Adventure. Sure. And this was like their test bed. This was their yeah. first one. Um. So, you know, for all intents and purposes, it might get a lot better yeah. in the future moving forward as people learn and expand and all that. Um, I think the concept for this one being he's taking a choose your own adventure book and creating a choose your own adventure game while you're choosing the adventure. He becomes self-aware. I think all of that together was like too good of an idea to waste on the first trial. I think that was like a genius idea. Oh, okay. I thought that was really good <laughs> and it just like the movie part of it let me down a lot. Yeah. Um, I think they would have been better to like test it with something a little simpler and do that a few few times sure. and then maybe roll that out because okay. after they like expanded on what they were doing because I think that could have been fucking gold. Um, but I just I didn't think it fell short. No, that's, that's I thought the acting was not a poor. Not a monster bash? No, I didn't, I didn't particularly like much about it at all. I loved the scene where um, they took the acid. Did you like that? Did you have the guy jump off or you jump off? I made him jump off. I made him jump off too. <laughs> I never, I never seen what happened. Like if you could go back, it never did have yeah, me go no. back. So uh -uh. I'm guessing if you would have picked yourself, you, you probably would have had just, to go back and choose him. Yeah. So, but it would have been interesting. But I mean, again, that's like one of those things where it's like, this would have been more impressive if there were greater. Well, choose your own adventure books. Do have you ever read a choose your own adventure book? Yeah, I mean, but like, I mean, like, a lot of them will, like you die. Oh, I mean, you have to go back and redo. it. Also, keep in mind, know? I just played Detroit Become Human, where like. <laughs> Detroit become human you start making decisions and they take you on drastically different paths yeah and I know that, that must have cost them a fortune to make because yeah. they had to do all this extra stuff I played it and I know that there's all kinds of things I didn't even see in it mm. you know what I'm saying there's all kinds of gameplay that they spent money creating that I never even visited mm. so I understand when you're making a film that is also going to be the case again there's going to be you're going to have to create all this extra stuff that most people aren't going to see because everybody's only getting they're all, most people are going yeah. to watch it once or whatever I mean all those games and shows like, and stuff like I mean they're all like that so I, it's well, just this was it's like, an it was, odd thing for you to be picky about I think well I mean I think first of all I think this was not all that different than playing Until Dawn or yeah, Detroit Become Human I, agree. I mean that's essentially how those games work so it was almost like playing a game more than it was watching a movie right um, but I do think like I think had I not played Detroit Become Human. <laughs> that ruined it for you? It might have because it's so just so much better done. Like, yeah, I got you. I mean, I love Life is so Strange and well the Telltale done. games and all that shit. So this was like the next evolution for me. I think it's super cool. And not to mention, I love Black Mirror. The guy who wrote it, whatever his name is. Sorry, I don't remember. But I know you're watching Charlie something. <laughs> uh, he's he He's written a lot of the Black Mirror episodes. Um, and they're all... I think he's fucking great. But... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like like I said, I just I think it fell short. But um, all right, I do think Detroit Become Human helped yeah. ruin that for me. I, that's fair. All right, you want me to tell you what I've watched? Yeah, but I just before we move on, yeah, quick, I'm done talking about Bandersnatch. If you enjoyed Bandersnatch, you have to play Detroit Become Human. All right, you'll have to let me borrow it. Do you still have it? No, I saw it. I'll get it. Right. I'm gonna get it again. I saw it because it was still <laughs> valuable when I bought it. I was like, I know I'll be able to get this cheap later. If I can get it on a PlayStation Store, I'll buy it. Cheap. It's so fucking good. But go ahead. Um, I watched The Happy Time Murders. Have you heard of this movie? Is that the Muppet? Mm -hmm. like, I have not, but that does remind me that I was going to watch <laughs> uh, Happy Death Day. Okay. And I, I forgot. I want to watch that I was too. going to. There's a new one about to come out. I know. That's why, because we saw the trailer yeah, for it. Yeah. Halloween, I think. But, um, but anyway, happy, go ahead. Happy Time Murders. Melissa McCarthy's in it. So that was the like, it looks pretty stupid and I see what they're trying to do, but 
I was like, man, Melissa McCarthy's in it. She usually uh, comes correct. So this got to be funny. It was legitimately one of the worst piles of shit I've ever seen. Oh, really? It's by far, and I say this with no exaggeration, Melissa McCarthy's most unfunny role she's ever done, without a doubt. Like, she's barely funny in it. All the humor, uh, in quotation marks, I, I don't know comes why. from I the I just Muppets. expected you to like this, and no, then you, start, I know. you went in this, and you're like, no. That's why I watched it. Literally, the funniest part is in the trailer where he jizzes all over the room, and it's like silly string, essentially. That's legitimately the funniest part of the entire movie. And they showed in the trailer and uh, there's almost no other funny parts. It's at times like, I mean, they try to make like a real murder mystery. Like at some point, like that's the storyline of the show, but it's so fucking weird. And you're saying stick to clue. Yeah. Just watch clue. Yeah. Watch clue. Watch fucking (laughs) any Austin Powers movie. (laughs) Uh, Do do not get your murder mysteries or whatever from that. Um, I would, I would literally give that movie a one for as far bad? as as far as how good it i mean was, it yeah. doesn't look good to me so yeah. it doesn't surprise me but that's <laughs> yeah, fucking terrible that's pretty bad though do not watch that all movie. right well fair um, enough i also watched a simple favor it has anna kendrick and um um what's the other bitch's name brie something or something before you go on let's no, let's Jesus pause right Christ. there all right let's talk ahead. about anna kendrick yeah sure what do you think of Anna Kendrick? I think she, I don't know much about her. I know she's in like the, um, I have opinions. Pitch perfect movies. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I've seen her in anything else, but she's like super like quirky and adorable. I mean, what more can you say? You think she's hot? I don't think she's necessarily hot. I think she's like cute. She's a cute gal. Like, I mean, she's very, she is attractive. I don't think she's like, I would call her like a smoke show. Okay, this is the reason I ask. The other chick in this movie, whatever her name is, I can't remember. She is. All right, the reason I ask is because I have this like opinion about Anna Kendrick. Okay. And I need somebody to to verify it. Yeah. I don't think she's like super hot. Yeah. Like she's fine. Like she's not ugly. Like she's cute, whatever. But her personality mm-hmm. makes her super fucking hot to me, bro. Okay. I don't even think she's that hot, but her personality is like. What have you, have you watched her on interviews yeah. and shit? Okay. Yeah, I've seen her on like like daytime to like the Daily Show and shit like that. Yeah, like she Conan. seems like somebody like you and would definitely want to hang out with and be around. You know, like she <laughs> seems like a type of person that would make you fall in love with her when you weren't going to be in like just because yeah. her personality. Like she is just fucking cool, bro. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, that's the reason I asked. I just like I never thought she was super hot, but every time I watch her in a movie, I find her very likable. And then I like watched her in these interviews and shit like that, and I was like. I fucking like her. Okay. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah. I like I like her too, but I don't like her as much as you do. Um I for for this movie, um it was pretty good. I don't know if I give it a monster bash. She's hot. Yeah, that chick is hot. Well, I, I can't remember her name. I don't know who she is. She was smoking though. Um they're like the two main characters in the movie. The whole plot of this movie is she like watches this girl's kid and then she disappears. Like while Bro, she's watching this the kid. is the movie that I saw her do all the interviews for. What interviews? When she was on all the daytime talking oh, okay. shit. Like she was doing a tour for this movie. That's what I saw her do it all for. Um, have you ever seen Gone Girl? No. Okay. Gone Girl is fucking awesome. What is this way. movie called? A Simple Favor. A Simple Favor. <laughs> yeah. Watch it, it. It's 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 worth watching. I don't know that I give it a monster bash because I've seen Gone Girl and Gone Girl does this movie 50 times better. Um, Gone Girl is a more serious version of this movie and way better. This one's more comedic and silly but it literally has like almost the identical plot 
W- watching this trailer right now, I didn't get silly or comedic. Obviously, we don't have sound, but I yeah. didn't get comedic or silly at all. It looks super serious. It, it's it is a serious movie, but there's like I mean, Anna Kendrick's like so like bubbly and cute. She's <laughs> being so Anna Kendrick yeah. all the time. Yeah, so for that reason, it's she like, looks stacked in that picture right there. Yeah, she does. She's um, I'm, I can't imagine that's got to be a push. She's, she's like a <laughs> she's like a cute soccer mom, and then meets this other like she's like a super mom that goes to PTA and stuff, and then meets this other one that's like a getting drunk in the middle of the day like yeah. cool mom that doesn't give a fuck she's the know? best yeah and she uh, yeah some shit goes down and it's pretty crazy but um, it's cool I think you would like it okay. maybe I'll maybe you probably I'll like it more time. than I did honestly okay. um, I watched two other movies I got one more so right. go ahead alright this one I won't say much about I watched Await Further Instructions okay I said my note says pretty bad <laughs> pretty bad I yeah, loved it I didn't like it I loved it Nah, not, the ending wasn't great, but yeah, I loved that's it, what though. pissed me off. Like the ending was so stupid for that I've, movie. I've the rest was, of the movie, I mean, again, that was another one that was like super metaphorical. But okay, the rest uh, of the movie, like I was like, oh, cool, like this is wacky. It was weird. super polarizing. Yeah, and then at the very end, it, it really takes a fucking turn. And I'm like, what? I feel like sometimes movies do that, where like they have this like great thing going, and they just don't know how to resolve themselves. Yeah, like, that's that's what that they movie build seems. all this suspicion, and then they just don't know how to like bring a conclusion to it. They spent more time on the <laughs> first hour and a half, and not so much time yeah. in the next 15 minutes to close it. It's like they slapped together the last 10 minutes. They're like, yeah. oh, shit, we only have like a week left to do this movie, guys. We've got to do something. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay. And like just yeah. literally ended it. And that was a shame because the rest of the movie was pretty good. I, I would give it like a five. I didn't necessarily feel that way when I watched it just because I like the metaphorical aspect of it. Okay. But for, for those who don't know this movie, the, away further instructions, long story short, people are the, like chilling home for Christmas. All of a sudden they open the doors and the windows and there's like black shit covering the windows and doors and they can't get out. And then some shit comes up on the screen. that's like telling them what to do. And yeah. it's some, I mean, they send syringes down the chimney. They fuck. It fucking tells them that somebody's a, a rat in the house or whatever. Yeah. And, I mean, it gets wild, but so for those reasons, there's some very tense shit happening. Yeah. And it's pretty, there's some insane shit and people, you know, die and all kinds of crazy yeah. shit. But, um, the way it resolves itself is very lackluster. Like I said, I, I didn't necessarily feel that way. Cause like I said, I appreciate it, but I, I could see it. Yeah. Cause the ending wasn't, I, I watched it cause I remembered you talking about it. And the ending it was wasn't great. Good. That's fair. You, you have a fair assessment. <laughs> um, the last movie I'll mention, I'll say this movie is a fucking must watch. Okay. I mean, without a doubt, you have to watch this movie. I don't know if you'll like it, but people listening out there have to watch this movie. Mandy with Nicolas Cage. Have you seen it? No. Like I, I, I don't know anything about it. I read the I synops- like Nicolas Cage. I read the synopsis and was like, okay, that movie sounds pretty cool. Uh, it, it's an indie, like straight to on demand, like horror movie. Um, it's fucking awesome. It, the, it's a revenge story. Is I mean, that's the basic plot. It's a revenge story. Nicolas Cage goes fucking ham in this movie, though. I mean, it's shot. You would love the cinematography in this movie, dude. It's some of the most unique shit I've ever seen. Like, it's great. What is it? Um, It's called Mandy. No, I mean, but like... What do you the mean? The most you gave it? him on plot was it's a revenge story. Like, what's the concept? Uh, I don't want to spoil. Okay. If I give you anything more than that, it's pretty much spoilers. But um, the last horror movie? Yes. The last, it's two hours long. The last probably 45 minutes is just Nicolas Cage fucking going nuts. Duplex. It's so cool. Yeah. All right. I'll check it out. It's great, dude. I mean, I like you, Nicolas Cage. I like, like horror. If you like Nicolas Cage and horror, you will like it. Right. I mean, I'm into it. Simple as that. Cool. Do not get turned off, though. The first. 
I'd say the first 45 minutes to an hour are pretty slow. They're building up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I'm not spoiling have anything. Have we ever talked about the movie The Others? Yeah. I love that movie. Have we talked about it? Um, I think we briefly mentioned it. No, That's like, the Nicole Kidman movie. Yeah. Like somebody, one of my ex-girlfriends, she made me like watch this movie. Like this movie's great. Yeah. And I remember watching that and the whole time I was like, this is the worst fucking movie ever. Yeah. The whole time I was like, this is so fucking bad. And then it got to the part where the little girl turns the old lady and like it just clicked. And then yeah. the rest of the movie was like so fucking good. And I was like, oh, this is so worth the yeah. trudge. That movie you is like that. Like, I remember really disliking it the first time I seen it. And then I rewatched it like, fuck yeah. It just goes on forever where it's like the kids with the lights. And like, I was like, oh my God, this is so slow and so drawn out. And it was so worth the payoff later. Yeah. But damn, it was hard to get through that beginning. <laughs> oh, there are cultists in this movie. I'll, I'll tell you that. I'll check it out. Weird cultists. I'll check it out. I'm into it. <laughs> oh, there's Nick Cage. Oh god damn it's tight as fuck. I'll check it I out. was like the first hour I was like man like I, am I going to keep watching this? Oh well, we'll we'll keep doing it, you know. I want to see what happens, but I mean some of the craziest shit I've ever seen. I liked it. I like the cinematography and director so much. I need to look him up and find out what other The cinematography he's done. looks good just from the trailer here. Yeah, it's so nuts. <laughs> yeah, you, you like it looks visually appealing. It is. Very visually appealing. There's some cool color schemes yeah, and it shit. Looks good. It looks good from the trailer. <laughs> Uh, watch right. it Mandy so my last movie that I watched right. is a movie called Truth or Dare on Netflix it's a horror okay. movie it's I don't know if I watched that I don't think so another one of these movies like Would You Rather and 13 Sins okay. and kind of like Await Further Instructions all these kids go to uh, this house for I don't think this is the movie bro really yeah this is not it 2018 uh, that's not the one I watched um it's not it. Um, it's a horror movie. This yeah. it? Nope. It's on Netflix. This one. This one. This one. Uh, this one might be <laughs> go up. It might be that one. All right, let's see. Yeah, this is it. Okay. Um, oh, from the producers of I Spit on Your Grave. I like that I like already. That. I like that Spit on Your Grave. Um, I watch this movie. It, basically, it's all these kids. They go to a, this uh, haunted house on Halloween. They like rent it out and they start to play Truth or Dare because there's this lore. These people play Truth or Dare and they all died. And basically, this like evil force basically forces them to play Truth or Dare, except for it's picking the questions and the dares. Okay. And they all basically like if they give you a dare and you don't do it, you die. And if you get a truth and you don't tell the truth, you die. Oh, and then okay. like people start cool. dying and they finally escape the house, but then the the force is like with them. It's not just the house, it's like everywhere. Okay. And um they're trying to figure out how to finish the game of truth or dare with and um yeah. I'm going to I'm making a lit, uh, note to watch it. It was not super great. Okay. <laughs> um, well, let me delete that. It's not like, I mean, it's so, like, I'll say it sounds cool. It's interesting enough. Um, I just feel like I've seen a bunch of other movies that were kind of similar. Okay. And they all are like this, like crazy stuff is happening, but like, it's not super interesting the it, whole time. It's nothing it's new like, is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I just feel like there's a million other movies that are just like it that are better. Okay. It's not necessarily bad. It's, it's fine. 
but like not I a mean, monster the, bash. The, the intro, like the opening scene is pretty crazy because it shows like first kids playing truth or dare and like dude's about to jump off the roof and she's like, do it. You got to do it. And then he like falls and kills himself because he takes too long. Uh. And then like she gets a card and it's like, pour the acid on your head. And magically there's this bucket of acid and she's like freaking out and she like makes this shit to cover her head, pours the acid on her head and it's eating away at her and she, it's wild, bro. Oh man, that sounds I nuts. mean, it's like if you need something to watch, it's cool, but it's not like the greatest shit ever. Okay. Um, what is that noise? Do you hear that? Is that one of my phones ringing? I don't know. Probably this phone. Let me see. Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, word. Um, my buddy Aaron, uh, he's the one that recommended um, Mandy. He it was one of his top movies of last year. He's a horror freak. Like he had a horror podcast and everything. Hell yeah. Um. I think we've spoken about it before. He's he recommended another movie. I think it's on Netflix, which I've heard other good other people say it's fucking awesome. It's called Terrifier. It's about like a killer clown. I see. It. I, I think. see the. He said I, it's great. Every time I go through the list of horror movies on Netflix, I always skip past it because it looks hokey. Okay, but he says it's good. Yeah, he said it's fucking awesome. See, I always see that, and yeah. I'm always like, this looks low budget and be real. Yeah. Be real. Er. I'm going to check this shit out. It looks, I mean, if he says it's good, it's probably pretty fucking good. Um, I've watched a few. I've skipped past it a bunch of times. <laughs> I've seen it. I know as soon as you said it, I knew exactly what the clown was because I've seen that so many times. And I'm like, this okay. looks dumb, but if he says it's good, maybe I'll check yeah. it out. Yeah, man. I, I'll, I might put it on my list. I just have to watch it when Tara's asleep. I watched tons of terrible horror movies. So <laughs> worst case scenario, it's just another bad one that I've watched. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think you'd be disappointed with Mandy and hopefully uh, I'll try to watch this and maybe we can talk about it next week. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, let's try to do that. All right. All right. Um, I tried to watch Venom twice. I keep falling asleep. I, I've i seen that you have it on Plex and I want to watch it and I've just never gotten to it. <laughs> like that's one that I mean to watch. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna nerd out for a second. Let's do it, man. Resident uh, Evil, yes, two. two is getting a demo. Okay, on the 11th of this month. It comes out later this month, but the demo drops on the 11th. Okay, just just a couple days from now. Can you get it on PC? No. Only on PS4. No. Xbox. Xbox only. That's what I wow. see. It might be on the other ones. The report that I saw said Xbox only. Okay. Which makes me happy I didn't get rid of my Xbox yet. <laughs> um, so I'm very excited about that. I'll they download said, that. They said it. basically it's a half an hour. You get a half an hour time clock. You could play it as many times as you want and as far as you want, but you only get a half an hour. You should stream it on Mixer, bro. I'll see if I can do that. See if you can, how many times you can beat it in that demo time. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but I'm very excited about this. That's sweet. I could not be more excited. It's kind of sad that this game's about to come out. Yeah. As excited as I am, like everything is going to be great. And I'm so <laughs> gassed about it. But like, there's a piece of me that started thinking about this week. Like, this is really sad because never in my lifetime will there be another game that I'll be this excited or happy about. Oh, come on. There might be. No, there's there's no game. <laughs> like, this is my favorite game of all time. Yeah. All I've wanted for the last, like, 20 years was for them to remake this and make a big, pretty, awesome version of it. That's all I've wanted. Yeah. And there's no game I'm ever... Like, even... I'm not saying there's not going to be other games that I'm excited for or whatever. There's not going to be one ever for the rest of my life that's going to be the same feeling. And that's sad. Okay. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, to know yeah. you're peaking? I guess so. 
your your emotion you have an emotion that is peaking and it's never going to be the same again like that's sad but yeah. i'm so excited for it i got you i here look at the bright side man it'll be over and like you won't have anything you'll you'll have the experience you'll get to bask in it for weeks or months however long you want to bask in it but then you just get to find the next thing man there will be something else yeah, but there'll never be anything that was like my favorite game since childhood yeah. for 20 years that I've been waiting for and mm. begging for them to like, there's only one of those and I'm getting it right now yeah. and I'm grateful that I'm getting it because it could be something that I just never get in life. Dude, those moments are what we live for. You'll but find, you'll find the next one. I'm very gassed about it. Um, also, yes, I found out something else cool yesterday. You know how we were talking about Ocarina of Time randomizer, right? Mm hmm. Well, I just found out there's a Resident Evil 2 randomizer. Oh, shit. For real? And it looks super fucking wild, bro. It yeah. looks crazy. Is that shit. why you need those P PlayStation BIOS? Yeah. Have you tried, exactly have you tried this? Going to Google.com and typing PSX BIOS? And that didn't I work. I did try it. Because that's how I'm going to get it. I tried it. <laughs> I couldn't find all the websites that I pulled up said they'd removed all the BIOS files. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. That sucks. Um, I'm but, sure you can find it somewhere on the internet, yeah. but. I couldn't find oh, it. Oh, I'll fucking find um, it. And I don't know that the BIOS is the problem. To be yeah. honest, I have a BIOS file. I don't know if it. I've never like uh, really got into PlayStation emulation because uh, because of that kind of shit. And I know it's like so. Some I'm, games are so choppy. It's not even worth it. So I've I, gotten emulation to work in the past. Yeah. But every time I do it, I like don't really know how I got the work, and then I finally get the work, and only some stuff works. Yeah. And then something exactly. happens, and I like I need to do it again, and it's just such a hassle. Mm -hmm. PlayStation emulation is a fucking nightmare. I don't, that's but why I don't I've do never... N sixty four emulation either. Same shit. M sixty four is a lot easier than PlayStation though. Um, N sixty four is a nightmare too, yeah. but it's a lot better than PlayStation. But I never felt like I absolutely needed PlayStation emulation until I saw Resident Evil two randomized, just okay. because I know. How much I love Zelda, yeah, and how, and I'm sure that, that runs fine on an emulator too. I'm sure somebody's got that game figured out. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, I love Zelda, and I was like, I played that every way you could possibly imagine. Mm -hmm. Randomizer added so much more life to a game that I already deeply love so much and played yeah. so many times, and so I just know having that for Resident Evil Two will just be such a great thing for me. Yeah, that I really, really want that now. Um, so yeah, I, I, I want to play that. <laughs> Do it, do it. And I man. was gonna say, I was gonna say on the on the note of like being super excited for Resident Evil, never having that feeling again. The closest I could get to that feeling is if they were gonna remake Ocarina of Time, which they won't. Nintendo's not gonna do that. Nintendo is just Nintendo, and yeah. But if they did that, that would be the closest, and I think even that would be like second to it. it yeah, be, yeah. It wouldn't be exactly the same. It'd be close. Though. I mean, I think the original still holds up so well that. It does. It's so it, good. While that would be cool, be it would not be as exciting. You know? I just want it to look like, you yeah. know, uh, like you Breath of the Wild. I'm sure not, somebody not will even, release a even. hack of Breath of the Wild with that not shit. Breath in of the eventually. Wild. Have you seen when they were recreating different areas in Ocarina of Time and Unreal Engine Four? Yeah, I have seen that. I want it to be that. Yeah, that would be. Amazing. That's what I. Want. I mean, that's kind of what Breath of the Wild looks like. Well, no, um, Breath of the Wild is very shaded. cartoony and yeah. like. The Unreal Engine 4 Ocarina of Time stuff that you can find on YouTube. Let me find that. That shit is fucking stunning. They've got like the Desert Colossus. I have it downloaded so that I can play in the Temple of Time on my computer. Yeah. Um, but it's just inside the Temple of Time. It's just one big room. I got you. But like this shit looks fucking amazing. And if I could play Ocarina of Time all the way through with this. Oh my God, bro. Yeah, this does look fucking This awesome. shit looks fucking crazy. Especially because it is still like... It's not over the top. Like, it's still the exact same fucking game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they, they could it, play exactly the same. Yeah. Like, the dungeons wouldn't have to be switched or anything. I just want it to look like that, so bro. Tight. I wish they would have finished that. 
they, I mean, where can they I were donate? Like, like people were making this and then Nintendo was like, knock it off. Yeah, of course. Because fuck Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo loves doing that. that they were making, there were some people making a... Why uh, wouldn't they just hire these guys and make this a thing? Maybe they did. Hire them. No, but make <laughs> oh, this I a thing. You. I would I would pay $100 for that game. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, there are some people making... Look at that, bro. Are you like waiting until I talk before you like... No, I'm interrupt. just marveling. I'm sorry. I'm it's just like, like sitting it, here like... As soon as I started, like, ah! no, I was just watching it. Like <laughs> this right, shit cares? is fucking unbelievable. I, I agree. I agree, bro. It's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> now you're giving me permission. Thanks. Oh, this shit does look dope. It does look amazing. I'm with you. Just keep in mind we're on a podcast. That's all I'm saying. Oh, great. Now you're doing, giving me a silent treatment. No, I was Don't letting do you it. talk. Oh my Don't God. Do Why it. do you make everything weird? I was just letting you Don't talk. Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm wagging my finger at you. I'll snatch your fucking finger off. All I was saying is there were some people making a um, sequel to the Mother series called Mother 4. They must have got uh, hit hit by Nintendo because they had to pull the plug and like they're kind of they're trying to keep all the assets but change it to like a different game now and shit like that. It's annoying. All those guys. That all do all this literally shit, all I was trying to say. All the guys that do all this shit like this and fucking the Mother thing, like they should know Nintendo by now and they should just not say anything until it's done. Yep. Put it out and then have Nintendo say something and it's oh it's on the yep. internet. Sorry, that's what they did. There was that's a, they should do. There was a Pokemon game they did that with a year or two ago. Somebody made some kind of fucking like extra. It was made in like the same engine as the last series or whatever, but it was like a new spin on it, like with added creatures and all kinds of features and shit like creatures and features. And uh, Nintendo immediately put the kibosh on it, but it was already out. You know, I know that when I was playing like. The Pokemon games um, on like Game Boy emulation and all that shit. Yeah. Uh, people had like done a bunch of modding and created a whole bunch of crazy different Pokemon games like Pokemon Black and Pokemon yes. like before there was a Pokemon yes. Black. You know what I'm saying? Pokemon Brown and there was like 30 of them and I played a bunch of those too. That was fun. Yeah, I never fucked with those. I mean, it was just fun. It was just like dumb fun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, this shit, I've never even seen this. Yeah, this looks super. I've never dope. seen like the Gahoma fight. I didn't know that they got this deep into gameplay where they're like weapons worked and shit. The says, one I have just has them running around in the room. says there's a download link. When was this posted? This was just posted last week. Oh, this is my first 24 minutes of gameplay of my fan project without any cuts. You can go to houses, go to dungeons, trying to continue the storyline next year. Please, guy. Please. Please, Nintendo, hire this guy now. Top comment. Nintendo owns the copyrights. Oh, this guy is fucked if he's putting this out here already. God damn it. You stop fucking you posting fucking that fool. shit. It's done. I better bro. download the whole fucking game. I better download it right now. Yeah, you should because if it does get pulled, I want to be able to get it from you. I know, right? Subscribe, support, awesome, Patreon. No. You can support him on Patreon, PayPal donations, get the newest download link here. What's he say? Oh, god damn it. That shit looks unfucking believable, bro. Yeah, it does look Like awesome. that looks. Looks very that looks tight. better than I remembered it looking, and you just heard how I was speaking about it. So, yep. like, damn. Oh, you have to go watch this video where he gives you the link, I guess. I would just save it and minimize that. Oh, you know what? That's a good idea. I'll click save. Boop. Get that when we're done. Neat vids. Bam. I'll even give him a thumbs up. Yeah, I would, too. That you know what? I'll fucking, fucking subscribe. Up. That shit is fucking nice, bro. That is that is amazing. Well, hey, look, man, we found found out some cool shit. They are we still did. working on that shit. That's good because I what the like, fuck? I want that super fucking bad, bro. That's that looks awesome. And bro, like the Resident Evil Two randomizer, like 
got dudes like you walk into a room and there's 12 liquors or you walk in like Mr. X like one of the bosses you would enjoy that that sounds like like 12 of them and they're all trying to punch it looks so fucking tight bro that sounds like all the items you pick up are randomized you have to run around find everything it just looks so good I only want to play that game if I know exactly what's going to happen well it sounds like literal gaming hell I was I was playing Ocarina of Time randomizer and I had this thought like this is so unbelievably amazing and super fun for people like me and I know that there's lots of me that yeah. like know that game front to back and love that game like that. But for somebody who just liked that game and played it once or twice, yeah. that's essentially useless. You couldn't even play it. Yeah, oh yeah. Because It'd like be there's pointless. there's all kinds of like you'd have to know where every heart piece is. Because the heart pieces are randomized with everything else too. So like if you don't know where every heart piece is, you could be missing the fucking bow because it's in some obscure heart piece that you don't know how to get. Mm, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Like you essentially have to know that game front to back for it to even be playable because you have to know where every five uh, rupee chest is because those are mixed in. You know what I'm oh, saying? You shit. could miss the fucking iron boots because you didn't find some chest in a hole in Hyrule Field that's hidden are and they, you have to blow up with a bomb. Are like, the golden skulltulas randomized too? No, those are all there. Okay. It's all like key stuff. <laughs> but like that, like I, you don't know that game like that, do you? No, not really. So like, you I mean, probably, I, I could probably trudge my way through it one way or you another. You could pick it up and play it for a couple hours and have fun with yeah. it. You probably couldn't beat it like that. Probably not. Like I could beat it like that, but most people couldn't. Yeah. Um. Did you have any more movie? Was that the last? What was the last movie you were going to talk about? Was that Truth it? Truth or dare? Oh yeah, we're done with that. All right. You got anything else? Because I got one more thing. Um, let's talk about your one last thing. So, what do you think your president right now? Not my president. That's what president? I think. That's what I think. You like how I slid that? I voted for Donald Trump into the super icon of yeah, thing. Was, I did on purpose. That was funny. I'm sure you yeah. did. <laughs> Just like I put the I hate black. People. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought about that when we did that. That's all right. Um, got me. Um, but yeah. Um, Man, well, what are we at? Seventeen days. The government shut down. Yeah, seventeen days. It just because they they won't build this fucking wall. Yeah, he said he's going to keep it shut down until they build a wall. I didn't. They just I I I don't keep up on news and politics. To be quite honest, I get tidbits from Reddit mostly. But I didn't even know it was still going on. I knew it happened like around Christmas time. Well, I was going to ask. Like, didn't the, didn't the Democrats just vote to? reopen it and like stop this nonsense or something I thought they that we like the Democrats in the house like just had a vote or some anything. shit like all I know is I the, know. the only reason I bring it up because I've, I haven't been super clued in to be totally honest okay but um we're I knew about shit we have no business talking. <laughs> 17 days ago, the government shut down because yeah. Donald Trump said, I'm going to keep it shut down. So he agreed to build my wall, which yeah. is fucking ridiculous. But um, I know that that happened. And like two or three days in, I was like, this is fucking crazy. And then I like haven't seen anything in like news lately. So I just assume that that was over. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about it a whole lot. And yesterday I like saw on CNN, there was still a government shutdown counter, like almost 17 days. And I was like, this shit is still shut down. That is crazy. That's like all kinds of people that aren't getting like work, like can't fucking pay their bills and shit. Yeah. Like this dude is a fucking maniac. Yeah, that's bullshit. I think it, I was just telling Tara the other day. I was like, "How in the fuck can they just shut the government down? That doesn't even make fucking." It's only, make it's sense. only a partial government shutdown. It's like one branch of it. Well, I get it, but still, that's like fucking crazy. Yeah, it's it is nuts. Like I know it happened once during Obama's administration, though, for like a couple weeks. It was like Congress that shut it down. Yeah, I can't remember why. Then I mean, it's I'm removed from it now. But yeah. like, but, we're at fucking seventeen days. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I I think it's silly. 
they're not gonna build the wall, bro. Like, <laughs> I thought Mexico was building the wall. Yeah, why don't you tell Donald Trump? <laughs> I mean, he tweets the most. Like I, every day, I get on Twitter and see some of the outlandish shit he's tweeting. And bro, this is holding the country hostage. It's unbelievable, man. I, it's I don't know. I, I don't have much to say about it because again, I, I'm stupid. But when it comes to it, but I wish someone who was smart would tell me why this was happening and why. It's a good idea because to What's me, a good idea? on the, no, I'm saying I wish someone would tell me why it's a good idea because on the outside, as I am, I think something like this seems to do no good. You know, well, what are you referring to is a good idea? I'm not saying anything's a good idea. Don't no. get it twisted. I'm saying, I wish someone would tell me the government shutdown was a good idea. I wish someone, uh, nobody's going to tell you that. Uh, Everybody's in agreement, bro. Republicans, okay. <laughs> Democrats, everybody agrees this is a terrible thing. That's all I'm saying, except for Donald Trump. Donald right? Trump is the only person on the face of the planet that thinks this is okay. Really? He doesn't have like all his cronies. Like, yep, yep. No, all his cronies think he's a fucking idiot too. Good job, Good job Trump. Good job, I mean, Mr. you President. saw like there were all those people in the White House that were like referring to Donald Trump as an idiot, and they're all saying he's a fucking madman. That's everyone. And General Mattis, like his attorney general, was like going against his orders. Like, no, we're not fucking doing this. Like all that shit. Like they yeah. all think he's a fucking idiot. I saw too, that dude bro. quit. He was like, a, yeah. He all, finally he like got a, fed up with it. He was like, I'm done. He's like a decorated war general, and he fucking just quit because the Trump. funniest shit is they call him Mad Dog Mattis. And there was like a report that Donald Trump behind closed doors was referring to him as Medium Dog because he wasn't extreme <laughs> enough. <laughs> That's so fucking stupid. You're a fucking lunatic, bro. Why is our president like that, man? Uh, good old Medium Dog. That's why I give that joke. Yeah. That's so dumb. Uh, I hope it opens back up. My my people who are affected by government shutdown, I feel for you, man. I hope this shit smooths itself out and you get all your back pay. One more I mean, season. I think this is terrible, but I will say there is some sweet solace that I can receive in the fact that I know that a bunch of those people voted for Donald Trump and now they're not getting paid. And ha, 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 yeah. ha. To you, I say ha ha. Yeah, to everybody else, I feel terrible and that's horrible. But yeah. if you voted for Donald Trump and you're not getting paid right now, you deserve that shit. <laughs> Uh, I'm with you, man. Yeah. Well, all right. You gonna cut the break? Yeah, let's cut the all break. Alrighty, alrighty. We'll come back with our throwback spotlight on Boondocks the Harvest. Um, yep. I'll fi- I'll figure out how to do the Gleam Scribble Knots giveaway while we're on yeah. break. Hell yeah! <laughs> and then we'll do uh, Raise the Bars and our top five Juggalo horrorcore albums. Is that yeah, what, that's we're what we're gonna do? Calling it. All right. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Cool. Three, two, one, go. Hey, 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 so how, how's your break, man? Did you have a good break? No, it was the best break I ever had. <laughs> Played some ca- Clash Royale, smoked, <laughs> took a piss. I didn't, I didn't refill our coffees, but I did get me another drink. Sorry about that. That's all good. Okay. I'm good. I'm good without it. I got another problem. Red Bull if I need one. I'm drinking um, Diet Dr. Pepper out of the Shrek glass that's mostly green. Bro, when I was, uh, <laughs> when I was ah! younger, there was a point where I thought Dr. Pepper was like the best thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And then um, like one day... A flip to switch, and I just thought it was disgusting, and I've Whoa. never liked it since. That is intriguing. Like I used to drink it all the time, and then like one day I was just like, "Oh my god, this is horrible!" And I've never liked it at all. Hmm. Okay. Ever since then, I, I've gone through phases where I've only drank this for a long time. Like I went through a phase for a long time where every time I went to the fucking gas station, I grabbed a Sprite. Now I really could care could give a fuck less about Sprite. That's weird, you know. Could not give a fuck less about Sprite. Excuse me. Um, All right, man. You want to... We're going to dive into our segments. 
First one we're going to do is our throwback spotlight. Here we go. Blah, blah, blah. Boom, boom, boom. Blah, blah, there it is. Boondocks, the harvest. That's Boondocks, the harvest. That's what we're talking about this week. Um, so this is your first experience with Boondocks, right? It so you've is. never, have, I'm sure you've heard I've him. I've probably heard him on a song here there and not knew who okay. he was or anything. Um, this is the first time I've ever consciously listen to boondocks okay um let me tell you my experience with this album first of all because okay. I, I have a, i, I have, want you to get it all out because yeah. i have things to say good i have some nostalgia about this album because i listened to it in 2006 when it first came out it was right like within six months of me and tara first getting together and i listened to it a lot with her in the car so she knows a lot of the songs too we just she had to she didn't have a fucking choice you know um but for that reason, like, I, you know, I have like some just not memories of listening to it, but it, it does kind of just ring that bell when I'm listening to it, you know. But that said, there's songs I really could, could give fuck less about. There's a lot of songs I still really like. Um, but this is like, and he's interesting. If you don't know who Boondocks is, he was signed to Psychopathic Records. I mean, kind of out of the blue. We we were always, absolutely we, was. we had ICP, Twisted, Blaze, ABK. And now fucking boondocks. Like, it's weird, you know? Like, at the time, you know? for no, Yeah, I, absolutely. As a juggalo at the time, which, the shit, this was almost 13 years ago now. God damn. Um, it was a important time in juggalo world because boondocks came in and a lot of people were very like, what in the fuck are you doing psychopathically? Mm -hmm. like, this is like the beginning of the end for a lot of people. Um, with ICP, especially with ICP always hating on rednecks and, you know, people from the South and stuff like that. It's kind of, well, it's kind of interesting that they signed this dude, but I was open to it at the time. I remember I was like, I'm going to give him a chance. I bought the fucking album. I wish I should have grabbed it. And so we could just show. To say, yeah, um, when, cause I remember when that happened and that's exactly how it was. Um, my big question mark that I had when they did this, when they signed him yeah, was, there were a bunch of these like horror core juggalo style acts that were really good in the underground that were yeah. like buzzing right. and doing things. Yeah. And they pulled this guy out of nowhere. Yeah. They that didn't was sign odd. like low key or somebody that was like prominent. They didn't right. sign Q strange. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just all of a sudden boondocks. And I just remember thinking like, what the fuck? Right. That is a like, that's, that's like a great point. That, aside, that aside from like anything else you may feel about these artists it just I felt like it was fucked up these guys that have been like working super hard and like doing all these things just got passed over for like Loki could totally fit the psychopath sure. with the mask and everything mm -hmm. like even if it's not face paint like he could he could be a thing yeah absolutely. whereas like they just pulled this guy out of yeah it like, was seemingly was nowhere odd, and I felt like it was almost like a snub to well for what it's worth let me tell you artists. this let me tell you this um Boondocks, I, I did read a little bit on Wikipedia and I've heard, you know, other shit, but if you don't know how he came about, um, he actually was a rapper in Georgia. He rapped under the, under the name Turncoat Dirty and he had like a group of people that he rapped with and shit. So he was already kind of like in his area, maybe like an established rapper like you are even, you know, right. um, he actually got signed to Psychopathic by coming to ICP shows and handing out his demos. Yeah, like, yeah I remember that They story. actually Jay discovered told, him yeah. through that method, which I love that. Like that yeah. alone, like, I mean, he's he was hustling like absolutely to the core and that's how he got where he is today. And for that, I give him props alone, regardless of if you like his music or his voice or whatever. Um, I actually had a Boondock shirt I rocked back in the day. I bought it when, I, when his album first came out. I paid like 10 bucks for it. Uh, you know, I was I was into this album especially, but um, 
that's all that said. We got we we've introduced you guys to Boondock says he's a Southern horrorcore rapper. Um, he's he's interesting. He's currently signed to Magic Ninja Entertainment. He jumped ship with Blaze and um, uh, whoever the fuck else at the time. Um, and now he's on Magic Ninja and he's about to come out with a new album actually next week. So this is kind of time sensitive, time appropriate that we talk about Boondocks's first horrorcore album. What did you think? Uh, I want to hear what you think. Okay. Uh, I think it's pretty good. I do not love it. Let me just flat out say that. I don't think I ever loved it. I just really enjoyed so many of the tracks that I can look past the bad ones. Um, I'll go. I was to say, I, I wouldn't mind going track for track, honestly, like just quickly touching on how I feel about each track go because I do have opinions about each one. Um, the intro is fine, obviously, whatever. Seven is my favorite boondock song. I think it's, it's this first song on the album. It's fucking awesome. I love it. I love the beat. I think his raps on it. They're not, while not exceptional, they're, they're good. Um, you know, he's kind of setting the tone for the whole album with that first track. And I think it's fucking great. It's a perfect way to introduce boondocks to somebody. I think, um, out here, I, I could take it or leave it. It's fine. It's a, like a <laughs> out here, blah, 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 you know, whatever. Um, it ain't a thing. Don't give a fuck about it. Boring song. It's like some, I don't know. Some, it's a bitch song. You know, what can you say? Digging myself out. He's trying to do like a grimy, like rock kind of some shit. That's the one. It's like, there are undertones of that on this album. Yeah. There's, there's like numerous times where that is strong. Um, digging myself out if in that regard is, is just okay. It's not a bad attempt, but it's not my favorite. I think Lady and the Jaguars, the worst song on the album. The only redeeming quality of that song is it has ICP on it. They are fine on it, but the, the song itself is pretty fucking stupid. It's one of the dumbest premises in a song, for a song I've ever heard. And the chorus is legitimately like, hot garbage <laughs> they pray with snakes i love it I, I that's the single they released before the album came out and that's why i bought the album because i like that song a lot and then as soon as i heard seven i'm like boondocks might be the shit you know um then he disappointed a few with but rolling hard i really like that's a song about uh seemingly about taking drugs and rolling on ecstasy um it's it's got a very like um What's the song T9X, like on Tech Nine's album? Very like similar. It's kind of his take on that. If you like that song, you might like Rolling Hard. I think it's pretty dope. It's, it's very like, uh, like hits hard and it's grimy. Um, the Harvest has Axe Murder Boys on it. One of Axe Murder Boys' best attempts at a song. Um, <laughs> the Harvest is, it's, I think it's a standout. I think it's in the top five of the album, but not great. Sipping, Take It or Leave It. It's like a drinking song. Lake of Fire, track 11. I really like. It's like a cool uh heavy heavily southern like album like a sing-along type song it's really dope red mist is okay they just try to do too much with it with blaze and twisted on it uh it's very it's the most horrorcore song on the album i'd say but uh it's like there's literally two or three different choruses several bridges like monoxide and madrox come in and just talk at some points during the song it's a it's a weird song but um angel like the last song in the album, he actually sings like the whole song. I think that's my second favorite song in the album. Really like it a lot. So I know that, that was a very quick breakdown of every track. If you're familiar with the album already, that you might care about what I just said. But the what to take away is I think this album's worth listening to for seven. For seven, Lake of Fire and Angel Like. Those those are my top three songs on the album. And I think um 
th- those alone make the album worth listening to as a whole, I think. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear what you think. All right. I'm going to start with the album cover. The album cover is bad. Right, the album cover looks like they took a picture of Boondocks with a cell phone. Yep. And they put it on a dope ass backdrop. Yeah. That's it. Like it looks like a shitty photo of him. Like the lighting doesn't match. It doesn't look doesn't look like they go together. Like they don't even look the same resolution. Yeah. Like how did it's re- that happen? It is odd. It's a it's, um, it was a f- odd choice. I, I think it's fucking terrible. It's not good. Um Oh, it's bad. <laughs> um <clears throat> moving on. Oh, that's the back of the album by the way. Here not if bad. you want to see this real quick. Oops, moving on to the actual it. music. Yeah. Um I'm I'm going to try real hard to not just shit on you right now. <laughs> like I don't want no, you to No, man, please. Like, that's okay. But, like, if that's I'm right. being completely honest, like this is one of the worst albums I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> like this is so unbearably bad. Um okay. there were there was a lot it really reminded me of that ICP album crop circles or whatever mm-hmm. where they did all the production themselves. Yeah, I hated that. That's my that's, that's what worst. the production sounded like to me. Like okay. all the beats sounded terrible. Like the one thing like like um psychopathic is always done well of for the most part is like even when you don't like the rapping or whatever it is like even if you don't like the production it's usually high quality production. Yeah. This sounded piss poor to me. This album was produced by Mikey Clark. It sounded bad. Almost it sounded terrible. Um okay. I think it was really odd that like he's marketed as this country artist like the country rapper yeah but like all of the songs were either bluegrassy okay or hard rock yeah it was like no country to it it was either like all the way redneck hillbilly he shit. uses his accent or, yeah that's about he, it he <laughs> when you're in the bones he's but. not a good rapper <laughs> like this Everything about this sounded like like the only thing that I could possibly think of as a redeeming quality for this album. Like the only reason anybody could possibly like this is because Daddy J told him to. Like <laughs> I I really I listened to it twice and I had a hard time even paying attention the second time. Okay. The first time I kind of marveled at how bad it was. Um Lady and the Jaguar is the worst song on this album. Yeah. It is really bad. <laughs> and they're like telling stories that go nowhere yeah. and aren't interesting and like ICP, I don't think they were good on it either. They and ICP really. does have moments where I think that they are fine. Mm-hmm. This was not good. Um, AMB, I've never really particularly liked. I always thought they were kind of shitty. And um, I didn't even notice that they were on this album. <laughs> like, they blended in with Boondocks. Yeah. Like, I thought it was really bad. The only thing on this album that I thought was even remotely okay Sorry. were Blaze and Twisted. When okay. they came on, on I thought, Nest. yeah, I thought. Oh Jesus! A moment of relief, right? Like they their verses were. T- I actually think Mad Rocks is, and Monoc- I think all three of them had really nice verses. Okay, I really enjoyed their verses on this, um, probably more than I do normally. Yeah, I thought they were really good. Actually, uh, Mad Rocks' shit was real off the hook. Um, okay, I'm glad you there found was something you liked. In there it. was nothing about this album other than that I liked. Um, I thought Lake of Fire was okay fire on the water don't burn my soul like it that's was, just pretty it was all right yeah, um it's all right it, he he really embodies like a local juggalo rapper with nothing special or sure. enjoyable about them to me okay. <laughs> like okay and i know a lot of them and this was not much different other than like 
his vocals weren't recorded clipping. Like okay, so what did you th- other than Blaze and Twisted on Red Mist? Would you say that's your favorite song because of that, or do you yeah. have a, do you have any other songs that you, were standouts that you kind of liked? No, and nothing else even stuck out. No, you know, like, like they pray with snakes. I think they pray with snakes had moments. Okay, I, I didn't really like it, but like it had moments the where beat it was like on okay, that is fucking. I don't sweet. think the beats are good on any of these. Kuma um, Kuma did that track. I think he did several of them. I looked. I did think really. pray with snakes had had moments. I thought uh, Lake of Fire had moments. Okay, I didn't really like either of them, but they were they had moments. Um, okay, like I said, the only thing on this album that I actively liked were Blaze and Twisted, and. To their credit, I did like Blaze and Twist. This looks like I filmed it at home, bro. <laughs> um, I did think that Blaze and Twisted, their verses were better than average, even okay. for, by their standard. Like, I thought they were really good. Okay. Um, his accent bothered me. Like, this dude is so, like... Like, you know when you see somebody like Yellow Wolf or, like, one of these country artists, they, like, are real country, but you can tell they're not just, like, completely gutter trash they have sure. like intelligence about them and like the way that they speak and the way that they look and like there's some they have redeeming qualities in their personalities and like boondocks has none of that he's not jelly roll bro like he's not little white he's no, not like like this dude is like and I, I'm not just trying to insult him. Like, that's not my goal here. Um, <laughs> I'm not just trying to be like an asshole. And, no, I got you. Bro, but this was bad. Like, yeah, I feel you. I, I can understand. Believe me, every everything you're saying, there's nothing I'm going to argue with, to be quite honest. I can completely understand. I think, to, and to your point, there literally hasn't been another thing Boondocks has done that I really give a fuck about. I've, I've tried listening. I have listened. I mean, because his album since be worse. And I'm not saying that to be insulting again, um, like gen- I think, genuinely. Is that- I think his skills probably get a little better. Like he's able to shine a little harder, like uh. rap wise, but his content doesn't get any better. You know what I mean? So it- I don't think there was a moment on this album. He said anything interesting to me. <laughs> like even when he's talking about like rolling on ecstasy, like yeah. I rolled on ecstasy a bunch of times, bro. I like ecstasy. Like none of that resonated with me. None of it like made yeah. me feel like I, to, to your point too on that. I don't think there's anything I give a shit about what he talks about. I just like how some of the songs go. Like I know the words to the song cause I've listened to it a lot. Cause I like the song. I think it's a, I like the beat. I like it. The, um, the yell, the, I, they pray with snake. Like, I think that's just pretty tight. I like the, um, the chorus itself, you know, like, I, I enjoy the concept of this song and I can see it from like what he was trying to do and shit. So I, I don't know. It's cool by me. And I get the same feeling with seven too, which I think, again, I think is his best song. I do think there's one song and I'm not exactly sure which song it was. I think it was Lake of Fire, but I'm okay. not positive. But there was one song where for as bad as I felt the production was all the way through this album, um, I felt like the drum kit was really clean and okay. I like that. Um, it definitely sounded like live drums. It didn't sound like like normal hip hoppy drums. Sound like somebody was playing them. Okay. Um, and I thought that sounded good. But other than that, I didn't even think the production was good. Like, I liked nothing about this, other than the Mad Rocks, Monoxide, and Blaze verses. Like, really didn't like it. Like, you know, they made a video for that song too. <clears throat> no. This video quality is legit. It, is it says bad. HQ, and it's the, literally the worst yeah, quality video not, I've ever seen in my life. It's not. Like, the cowboy hat is pretty bad. It's not even, like, a good cowboy hat. It's, like, a shitty cowboy um, hat at that. I'll say this. I fuck. I think his gimmick is fucking retarded. It's terrible. Uh, 
His makeup's terrible. Like, <sighs> I yeah, I don't really like the gimmick. He actually released an album under MNE with um like under Turncoat Dirty. I might be curious to see how that goes. I think that's like his. He's trying to be like a gangster rapper when he's under that persona. He's not doing the southern, you know, scarecrow thing. Um, but nevertheless. Um, you know, you make a lot of fair points and I think as an outsider first listening to boondocks, I think most people would share your sentiment. I mean, to be fair, this came out in 2006. So like maybe if I had listened at the time, my criticism wouldn't be so harsh. Music has evolved. Sure. Sure. But I feel like I'm, I'm trying to jump through a lot of hoops to find something positive to say. (laughs) Yeah. I got you. Red mist. Boondocks, voice bothers me. I'm not a fan of it. It bothers me, bro. He Um, sounds like all shitty juggalo rappers bro like that's yeah. what he sounds like um all of his songs like he raps in the same cadence and uh, style as well on, even on i mean i mean on every single album i've ever listened to of his but i mean he doesn't separate himself from other no. amateur juggalo rappers he at doesn't all. um he just got lucky i mean he he i let me rephrase i wonder it. what they what jay saw in him i was gonna say let me rephrase it. i don't want to just say he he got lucky because i really don't want to shit on the dude like that he obviously hustled and earned his way to his wherever he is right now and as long as he's happy and keeps fucking making music he loves and people enjoy it by all means please do i haven't heard anything i've personally liked since this album but i thought this was a good introduction to the character the rapper um i just i I, there you raise a lot of good points i think there's a lot of questions as to why they went the way they did with his gimmick and some of his songs and you know there had to be better songs in the on the cutting floor than fucking lady in the jaguar you know what i mean like that was really bad i know it's, it, it boggles my mind like i've listened to that song a couple times over the past week and it, it's like a story so i was like trying to pay attention for the story and like see if there was something cool and it was just like it went nowhere bro it was says, just one of the filler. lyrics one of the lyric the end of his verse boondocks first verse he's by the way that, that song's about literally them just each seeing a lady in a jaguar and then trying to fuck her that's uh, <laughs> literally the point no joke um but uh the end of his verse he says uh pussy lips hanging out and it was the shit now i'm sprung off this bitch in a sj6 yeah <laughs> or xj6 which is a kind of yeah jaguar yeah it's bad i actually remember that <laughs> because of the pussy lips hanging out part pussy lips hanging out and it was the shit like <laughs> You could have come up with something better than that, bro. Come the fuck on. Dude, it was so bad. I was surprised to see when I was looking at the writing credits, everything says it's written by Boondocks. I don't know, but... It has to be. It has to be written. If they hired somebody to write that... I mean, maybe Jay or ICP. You know, I don't know how much they had a hand in it. I mean, they write some pretty bad shit sometimes, but they're better writers than that. Man, you're all right, though. There's some disappointing moments of that album, but let me... I'll go ahead and grade it. I'm going to give it based on j- literally just the, f- the, I'll say a, a five songs that I genuinely could bump. You know what I mean? Like that I genuinely like, I like those ones quite a bit and they're for what they are. They're pretty good. So I'm going to give this album a, uh, I'll give this album a six and a half, which isn't that great. I see, but literally based solely on those songs that are good. The rest of the album is bad enough to bring the grade down that much. That's what I'm giving it. Not a monster bro. I would be inclined to give this a zero because I really think this is one of the worst albums I've ever listened to beginning to end. <laughs> wow. I'm going to give it a one. Okay. Because of the blaze and twisted features. <laughs> okay. I feel like he earned some 
they earned some points for him. Um, would you be would you be at all interested? Like, w- would you ever take it upon yourself to when his next his new album comes out next week to like check it out? Absolutely not. <laughs> um, and I just want to be very clear: I am not blindly trying to hate on you. Like, like Boondocks, I know you're listening. I'm not blindly trying to hate on you, but like. I would like to talk to him and get the story like behind what what inspired. I mean, this he album. can stay on beat. This is the kind of dude that like I could probably help put you together, bro. Like, and I'm not like some special, but like I got you. I could help you. I could coach you and make you do some dope shit, probably. But like, like this is not good. He's got the hustle. He just needs to fix his maybe his writing or his choice of song. Uh, I don't know content. You know what I mean? He yeah. just he needs some guidance there, maybe. But you know, I I I'm inspired after listening to the Harvest. I do want to revisit some of his other albums because I remember there being some redeeming qualities of at least some of the songs. But I also remember some huge fucking stinkers in there too. Inspired? This inspired you? It didn't inspire me like that. It inspired me to listen to more of his songs. I would like to, in hopes that I could see some kind of uh, progression, you know, in his writing or um, content choice um I, you know, his album he released after this was called pumpkin head pumpkin with the n in the middle it was like a, you call your child yeah like, like, what's up pumpkin yes um it was an ep it only had like four or five songs it had a remix of seven which is dope because i like that song so i was like i bought it i was like fuck yeah i liked it but there i literally don't remember anything else on it his album after that i think was called crimson creek with k's bad i remember it being bad then he had an album called Abaddon, which is supposed to be the wickedest shit you've ever heard in your entire life. I remember being unimpressed by it from what I've heard. He had an album called South of Hell. I think he's released on MNE. And I think before somebody calls anything the wickedest shit you ever heard in your life, like maybe you might want to listen to like a couple Necro albums before you start making claims. Okay. I'm not, I don't think Necro's the illest rapper ever, but like he's made some of the darkest shit ever. Like, Give a listen to some other people before you just start saying some shit. <laughs> uh, well, that said, man, do you want to get into our wickedest albums talk or do you want to do raise the bars first? Uh, I'm done talking about Boondocks. Yeah, Boondocks. I'm, I'm good. I hope your next album is I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to what's the the new album's called Liquor, Lies and Legacy. It comes out next week. I'm definitely going to check it out and I hope I like it. We'll see. I wish you all the best, bro. But um, my time with you is spent. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to be checking. Of a 13 year old album, man, you're going to judge him. Yeah. Okay. That's all right. <laughs> yep. Uh, man, for that, with that said, we could judge up. Uh, uh, I don't know. I can't think of another one to compare it to. Honestly. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Fuck it. Um, all right. That was fun. You know, I'm, I'm glad you listened to it. And I, I'm glad you got a taste of Boondocks finally after all 13 right, so, years. Of so it. this morning we realized that we hadn't picked the top five yet. Yes. And he said he was trying to think of a top five. And as I was listening to this my second time through, it made me want to do our top five horrorcore slash juggalo albums. Yes. And the reason that I wanted to do that was to be very clear that I'm not just going to shit on this because okay. I hate juggalo shit altogether. Like I have shit that I like. And so I wanted to display that so that, you know, I'm not just talking shit. So I picked this list, even though this is absolutely catered to him. That's true. Um, so we're going to discuss our top five juggalo albums. All right, Juggalos. 
I know you've been waiting for this for Juggalo a year. slash horrorcore. You don't want to go too far <laughs> off in a horrorcore thing. You want to keep it attached to Juggalo. So like Necro would be not right. really in the same realm. You're spoiling your list. No, I'm just saying like. Is I'm Necro on to, your list? No, I'm trying to define the criteria. Okay. So like, I got you. Well, yeah, we were discussing this before the show. Like, is Tech Juggalo Nine? or Juggalo related? Is Tech Nine? Because we were like, should we call this horrorcore or Juggalo? But we want to make sure it's like. Juggalo slash horrorcore music is what we're kind of going for. Keeping here. it in that realm. Keeping it Keebler. You know? <laughs> Keep it Keebler. <laughs> All right, man. Um, I do you have any honorable mentions? I do. All right, go ahead. I have two. Tell me. All right. So my first honorable mention is going to be Violent J's Wizard of the Hood. Oh, fuck yeah. Great choice. I have made no mistake that I really think that album is genius. Yeah. I think that's a phenomenal album. Yeah. I think this is. Oh, I, love I it. think this is Front much better back, than the great. album cover would suggest. Not that there's anything wrong with the album cover. I, I don't necessarily think it's bad, but I think if you didn't know what it was, this might be off-putting. Yeah, um, I got you. The album is great. Yeah, it's it really is. good. It, the whole album tells the story of the Wizard of Oz as if it was in the ghetto from beginning to finish. All of the features play different characters in the story. Mm-hmm. This is an amazing album, and I love it. That's a great choice. Um, I, you know what? I didn't even think about this, uh, but I would definitely give this an honorable mention. It's one of the best horrorcore albums ever made, too. This is this album is front to back, like perfectly executed. I would have put this on my actual list, except for I don't think it's just as music as good. Yeah, sure. Not, not there's anything wrong with the music, but this is a concept album. Like you listen yeah. to this beginning to end. It's a right. story, and you listen to it one way through. You don't pick songs or anything. So I think in that realm, it's just kind of different, and that's why it's not in my list. But I, I do think this is good enough to be on my list. I think this this album is like a love letter to their fans. You know, I don't really think many outsiders would give a flying fuck about this, but at the time, especially, this was like one of the fucking tightest shit ever we ever heard. I you think know? anybody who is an artist or a writer. Could appreciate well, absolutely it. Absolutely love this album. If yeah. you can remove, even if you hate ICP, if you can remove all feelings like that and listen to this completely unbiased, just from the aspect of storytelling and the way it flows and everything, I think this everybody would like. Okay. Okay. I'd be curious about like letting someone who I think my rappiest rap friends that hate ICP yeah. could love this if they could separate ICP from it and just take it as a story. Yeah. That would be interesting to have like a throwback spotlight kind of situation with this album with a couple of people that have never heard it before. I'd be curious if they because yeah. most people maybe when they listen day, to an maybe, album maybe if we have a no, I'm, I'm going on what you're saying. If we have a um a guest. Yeah. And we know in advance we're going to have a guest. Maybe we pick this album for our throwback so that they can be listen cool. to it. Yeah. And then we can kind of discuss it with them. I think that would be a good time to do that. I agree. I don't think a lot of people... I mean, I would say the common person doesn't really listen to an album as an album anyways. Like, may, people pick out songs or listen to a few songs here and there or whatever. But for this album to really... For you to really get it, you have to sit down for an hour and listen to the fucking album. Like, and you have to pay attention. Yeah. It ain't, I mean, you could play in the car and shit and get the gist of yeah, it, obviously. You but attention. you can't just play it while you're fucking talking through it, you no. know? you This is an album, if you show to somebody, they have to fucking listen it's to like it. It's like a movie. Yeah. Audio form. Legitimately. That's a, that's a great um, throwback. Or not throwback. It is a great throwback We album. spent a lot of time on that. Yeah, I know. Honorable mention. That's there. a great choice, though. Yeah. Honestly, great choice. So um, I had honorable mention. I was going to give to... I don't know if this is considered a horrorcore album, but I, at, at the time, it was one of the best Juggalo albums out. 
which was KMK's uh, High Society. I think that was a fu- KMK's best album. And that, the reason it's an honorable mention is because I wouldn't consider it really horror. It's really not horrorcore, but it is related. Yeah. I mean, at the time, it definitely was. I mean, that album had Peace Not Greed on it, you know, um, which to me is one of Cottonmouth King's, KMK, by the way, one of uh, Cottonmouth King's best songs ever made. I think it's a great weed song, a great hype song, a fucking... I mean, more people should listen to this song, to be quite honest. It's true. As far as KMK goes, there were two albums that stand out in my mind. I don't remember which ones they were. This was their second album. So their, this- their first one was Royal Highness. That one had um, bump, bump, bump. That's the sounds of the 50s. When they're hitting in the trust. Yeah, bump. And it had um, Suburban Life ain't what it seems. Yeah. I never liked that song. I like that song. But this album, this song was on their second album, High Society. This song, this album also had The Lottery. The Lottery. And, so this is one of the two albums that yeah, I really loved. It. This album is dope. The Lottery is one of my, like, whatever album that's on is one of my two favorite yep. KMK albums. This has, it's crucial I, in this damn day. Whatever. The fuck What's that one with the bus on it? Because I think that's the other one. That's Rolling Stone. That one's it's okay. It's either that one or it's the one the one there one with like an orange cover uh i don't recall that um you might be oh that's probably high society is what you're thinking of i'm trying to think of what it was called i think it was after this album though i, I remember i liked rolling Stone, this was though. high society um, no that's not the one i'm thinking is, of uh, it has like a sunset or something on it oh, um i don't recall uh i think i had bad habits bad habits i like that album okay. whatever album that was um Oh, this one probably? This Fired yeah, Up? Yes, that's that album. I like that right. album a lot, too. I thought that was a good album at the time. I haven't okay. listened to it since. I, I, I've probably only heard it a couple times. I used to love that shit I, back in the day. I fell off right after Rolling Stone because I wasn't a huge fan of them, of that album, to oh, be quite I honest. I remember I liked this one, too. Okay. Um, that's my throwback, KMK Blows. <laughs> I mean, KMK definitely has things to not like about them, but they have things to like, too. Well, High Society is my honorable mention. What's, what, do you have any more honorable yeah. mentions? Go ahead. I got one more after that. I got Jump Steady's Chaos Theory. Oh, good one. Um, I don't really know. Does that qualify as horrorcore? I mean, it's obviously yeah, so. it's obviously Juggalo related. I would um, definitely say so. This was phenomenal. This only reason this didn't make it higher on my list is because um, it's short. Yeah. It's like five songs or something. Six yeah. Songs. It's a dope album. I, I mean, thought this shit was the flames, bro. Dude, the cover of that album is fucking sweet, too. The I love that. that. I think Jamie Madrox wrote most of this album, didn't he? I don't know. I'd be curious to know how that worked Which, out. I mean, would explain why I like it so much, too. But Yeah, uh, this album was kind of a, a weird... This was weird in the history of like Juggalo albums, too, because this album was literally hyped up in like the pamphlet for Tunnel of Love, which was made like 1995. I love his hook. I mean, lines. Yeah, that shit is That's so... Jamie Madrox. It's obviously. the chaos theory. This shit is so tight. This is dope. This, this is a good, good pick. This shit um, is real good. But yeah, this was advertising the, the liner notes or, or whatever, the booklet of Tunnel of Love, and it literally didn't come out till like 2000. Tunnel you know what love. I mean? There's a trash ass album, but anyway. Are you serious? Yeah, this shit's garbage. <laughs> Anyway, I, I literally don't know. You, Love you left stuff. me speechless with that one. Um, right. My other honorable mention, this is the one I almost put on my top five. This is a controversial one, but I'm going to say it. I don't like this guy now. Let me put this out there. I do not like him now. This album, though, is G-Moski. Very tight. No, I like G-Moski. I know, I know. This album is The Joker. Welcome to the show. Um, it's a, it's a really sweet album. It really, I've listened to it a lot. I think that guy's an asshole. He might be. He seems like he's an asshole, but this fucking album is sweet. It's a, uh, he gave it away for free on like, I seen it for free on Fago Lovers and I downloaded it. 
And it blew me a fucking way, dude. This dude's his skill was like well worth it. The production on this album is incredible. It has like skits. It is not like some bullshit. Like I think the whole Joker thing is corny too. I think that is too. But he this album, like he does, especially this first I've song. Heard speak, people speak highly of him. He does a great job, like setting up his gimmick and shit. This album is a. I would say this album's essentially a concept album for his persona. Um, it's really tight. I highly recommend it. If you haven't ever heard it, man, it's pretty dope. This guy does seem like an asshole. I literally stopped following him and like being his fan. I, I had him on Facebook. He was like, he like friend requested me and I had to remove him because I was like, bro, like, yeah. I don't like you. I, he like, se- I don't like you as a person. Yeah, I don't I, like you. I liked his music. I do not like the guy. He seems like a huge piece of shit and I probably would not want to hang out with him. Maybe I, he proved me wrong, but I think if it's, I was I in a room long dope. enough with this dude, I'd punch him in the mouth. Like I can just tell from the way he acts. Yeah, I can like, see I that. I can tell like I just, we would not get along. <laughs> I can see that man um, but check out this album if you ever get it i mean you want to listen to a couple tracks i'll give you some recommendations but it's pretty dope anyways that's honorable mention because it blew me away okay i like i like this album so much i literally like bought one of his shirts i bought a couple of his albums like legit copies because i right. i was like i'm a fucking joker fan now like i'm good with it no, i dig it but then he, tr- he proved me wrong it's the way that goes sometimes and it sucks when it's like that i, I hate that yep um all right all right, what you got? I'm I'm gonna let you finish. Sure, okay. So I'm gonna go first. I think. Well, I would. I'm gonna go on record right now. Is I'm gonna say we probably have the same number one. But go ahead. I, I literally, we don't. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm sure your number one's on my list. Okay. Well, kind of. All right. We'll get there. <laughs> um, number five. My number five is gonna be Insane Clown Posse's The Amazing Jekyll Brothers. Nice. I have always had a special soft spot in my heart. Amazing Whoops. Jeezy. Um, I've always had a special soft spot, spot in my heart, even after my um, ICP phase yeah. for two of ICP's albums. And this is one of the two. The other one being Great Malenko. Um, I think this is the best. I like the production on this one the most. Yeah, it's- I think the beats and everything are just fucking amazing. I think they are do a really good job of embodying like a carnival sound, but yeah. also being like really sweet-ass rap beats. Like... I think the concepts are great. Uh, I love I Stab People. I love Another Love Song. I love um, the, sh- what's the show one with Snoop Dogg? Uh, Shaggy, Shaggy show. show. I think that's so dope. Mad Professor is my favorite song on the whole album. Yeah, that, um, that song is fantastic. Or, oh, I like, no. Play With Me is my favorite one. Play With album. Me. You know what? I was just Why like, don't you come yeah. play with me it's and so take dope. me to the other side? This album is tight as fuck. I, I just heard that song. I was I listen to ICP like when I take showers and shit. Like I'm like, Echo, play ICP. And uh, it randomly played Play With Me the other day. And I was like, oh my fucking that God, this song so, is tight. That shit, if you listen to it like on a good ass system, like loud, yeah. that shit surrounds you and like, oh, that's a good one. This is probably- mixing is good. I would go on record and say this is probably ICP's best produced album. Fuck the world is tight. It's got the most bangers of any ICP album and- it's probably the best introductory ICP album to any normal human being. It's got the shittiest feature ever from ODB. Oh, yeah. It's got a <laughs> remake of a Ghetto Boys song and yeah. Assassins. Yeah. Like, this is a fucking sweet album. Bro. I love this. I, I could, love this album. I could do a whole entire episode of our show on this album. I love this album. <laughs> All right. Great so, choice. Which Jekyll brother do you like better? Oh, without question, it's Jack, which is the red hair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he looks way cooler. Yeah, That's Jake does not. I have the wrong cool. one on that side. On the, I have the Jekyll Brothers blanket over there. I got the wrong one showing. Yeah, you got the wrong one showing. <laughs> you got to fix that. Bro. No, that the Jekyll Brothers was amazing. It it fucking hit every button when it came out. I mean, this was how you feel about Resident Evil Two. That's how I felt about this album this at the album time. Was great, bro. I mean, I couldn't wait. You know, and it delivered. 
It was amazing. Matt this Professor. was also the first ICB album I ever heard. Really? Dope. I was going through my sister's CDs. My sister's 10 years older than me. So like, this was like I the was only like ICB album she owned. She didn't have it. Oh, Somebody okay. left it in her car. And so it ended up in her book of CDs. Mm. So I pulled it out. Like the reason, I, true story. The reason that I listened to it was because I was on like uh LimeWire or something. And somehow I had downloaded this song called Fuck the Clowns by some rapper dissing ICP. I think it was Mars that made that song. Put your middle finger up straight. Fuck the clowns. Yeah. I heard that and I was like, this shit is hard. Could be wrong. And he's like, now I got to hear ICP. Yeah. And my sister had that CD and or no, no, it wasn't even like I have to hear. I found that CD after hearing that song and I was like, oh, we're gonna see what this is like. Mm. And I put and I was like, oh my god, fucking blew your mind. Yeah, it did. It blew my little fucking dope piece back. <laughs> that album is great. It is a great album. If you've never heard ICP or don't care about ICP, you should give yourself this album. Or I mean, listen to it. Everyone should listen to it. I think it's a. It's a spectacle. This is man. ICP at their best. Absolutely, they were at the in their prime, I think, and during this time, they couldn't fucking be stopped. This, they peaked hard here. To yeah, me. <laughs> uh, that's a great choice. Um, my number five. I'm giving my number five to Blaze's "One Less G." I actually considered that one. I really like that album a lot. Oh, I love I, it. My favorite song on that is. Uh, straight out of Detroit, crazy That's motherfucking name Blake. Like, what are we doing? Straight out of Compton. Yeah. Ooh, that shit is so tight, bro. That song is so tight. Um, my favorite song, Blaze You Nasty. This has some old. No, this has old shit. Nasty's great. Great um, ain't no place. There's a bunch of good ones. My bro. favorite song is Saturday Afternoon, without a doubt, dude. I don't this. Know if I remember this one. Every Saturday afternoon. I go robbing these bitches. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. They, the whole song is a story about like robbing. This makes me want to revisit this album. Oh, this I do miss this album, bro. I, I remember when this album came out. I I had my tr I had a little '87 uh, S10. I drove around. It was like my little Juggalo mobile. It was lowered. I had like lights under it. I had like ICB stickers on the back. I had a system in the back, and I would bump this album and like. Dude, it's Saturday afternoon bumps so fucking hard. Blaze had so some good. Tight. Like I really enjoyed. Uh, like Colton Grundy, like he had some other good albums, but like this, yeah. I have like fond memories. Of this, what's the uh, uh, Blaze You Nasty? I love that shit. Hood Rat, Juggalo Anthem, Hood Rat. I'm oh. just trying to fuck the grave. Ain't no place for a cycle thug killer. It's probably the best song on the street. That song is so tight. It's probably the best song on the album. Oh my god, it's tight. <laughs> this the, all this shit is on his EP. I don't know why they have it on one less. This G was a hood. good one, bro. But yeah, fuck yeah. There's some great this songs on one. here. I considered this for mine. Given half the chance to do it all again, would you stomp on the villain to change how it is? Question, what would you do? That shit is tight. Shit is tight. All right, that's my number five. Love it. It was a good one. It was a good one. <laughs> all right, number four. I got Twisted, Mirror, Mirror. Oh, that's I know that's not a popular one. pick for Ooh. Twisted. Uh, I actually consider Green Book. I really love that album, too. Yeah. Um, I think Freak Show's pretty good. I think uh, Most Tasteless has some good cuts on it, but... I know that this was originally supposed to be the Green Book and they scrapped it. And that's oh, why it came okay. out as Mirror Mirror and they went back to work at the Green Book. I think this is the best, though. This album is fucking it's so awesome. Good. I love it. Show me the reason why. Oh, my God. Do the things that you do. This was probably when Twisted was peaking, I think. Like this in, in Green Book era. Like, God. Smoke a square oh, and then damn. prepare yourself. Monoxide. Monox boogie. Mo diddy mo something. <laughs> Smoke something. <laughs> Dude, I, this is my favorite song on here, The World. This and this album, I play this in my truck too. This whole album bumps. It's I great. think this is the rappiest rap album they have. Yeah, it's the grimiest too. I mean, that's like, probably why it's my favorite. It's like them being rappers more it, than just juggalo rappers. This is like the first album they did. This came out after Freak Show. 
I think this was their third album on Psychopathic, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and uh, it was they hadn't been, they've only used Mikey Clark up to this time, as far as I know. So this album was produced mostly by Fritz the Cat. So it kind of gave them a. We never heard any shit produced by Fritz the right. Cat, so this kind of gave it a weird, different feel. Yeah, and it was so cool. I, I love say, it. There was a time when I was, but that was like that young. they don't know. Well, when I was young and I was listening to this, I had um, I had listened to this a bunch of times, but then like at one point I had one earbud in and not the other, and I listened to the intro. And it was totally different. <laughs> oh, okay. And then I switched the earbuds and I listened to that and it was totally different. And like the way that they pan things that when you listen to it all together, it sounds real cluttered. And I think oh, it's supposed to. Okay. But when you listen to one side or the other, like there's one side where he just starts screaming about how much he fucking hates Walmart. Oh, shit. I never like, listened like to when it you like listen that. to one side or the other, it changes. It's weird. Oh, man. This album is good. This is a good album. Ooh, through your eyes, you think we're all the same. Oh, I think what they were doing, um, they were talking, they were in talks to make a um, rock album around this time. They twisted. Is that what Freak Show was? I don't think so. I wouldn't consider that I a rock album freak at all. Show was like the. Well, different. I'm not like you. I love That's it. So <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, I think they were trying to. They were about to make a rock album, and this. I think this has a lot of stuff that may have been made for that. I also think when they made Man's Myth and Mutant, a lot of the stuff from Mutant um, was f- like supposed to be like on this rock album too. They also had a couple tracks around. I didn't this. Like Man's Myth and Mutant. I didn't like those albums nearly as much. I, Mutant, I think, is one of my favorite Twisted albums. It's fucking great. Um, I could go on and on about that album too, but Mirror Mirror, I, that's a great choice. I, I don't want to keep dragging on and on about yeah. it, but great choice. Um, I'm glad we agree. So that was your number four? That was my number four. My number four is the Slim Shady LP. I guess that works. I, I hadn't even considered it, really. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think I so. I mean, really, first. it would probably be higher than a lot of my albums on my list, yeah. to be fair, but I didn't even really consider this in the same, but it, it it I mean, applies. I think at the it time, applies at the time, especially. I mean, this is like the definition of like the kind of shit would yeah. draw juggalos to it, you know. Yeah. Um, especially like with all the like story songs and yeah. shit he has on here. It's good, good shit. I mean, I mean, the album cover, the um, ninety-seven Bonnie and Clyde. This is obviously yeah. that. This I applies mean, from Detroit. Yeah. R- literally influenced by people like Esham and ICP yeah. and shit. You know Bad what meets I mean? Evil. Yeah, still don't give a fuck. Like this applies. Yeah, that's a great pick. I didn't even consider it. <laughs> I don't. I mean, we've we've droned on and on about this album in the past. So you, we, I mean, I love it. It's my number four, but um, I think it's. A I gr- think you could make the argument Marshall Mathers LP applies to. Yeah, I think you could make that argument. Absolutely. I but think again, nothing I, else I, he's I, done, but yeah. this, those two for sure. I mean, you really could make the argument that relapse. Uh, maybe it's real horror, Corey, bro. Underground's real horror, Corey. Three AM yeah. is definitely three AM is a horror core song. I mean, yeah, I mean, you can make the argument, but I hadn't even considered Eminem, but this applies. Okay, I, that's a good pick. My number four, what's good your, pick. What's your number three? My number three is going to be Dark Lotus Tales from the Lotus Pod. Okay, with ABK. Oh my god, that's why oh I said god. I'm sure it's going to be on there, but it's going to be different because I know that you don't like that version. No, oh, oh, that's disgusting. Mass murder right, makes me happy. Let me play this. Dead bullshit. bodies make me. Ali Bobby, that shit. Ooh, oh, I love that song. It's my favorite line in this whole thing, and I've wanted to pick it for Raise the Bars, but I just never did because I know you'd know right away. Yeah. But he, Violent J says. My head throbs. I'm about to enroll in Columbine and finish the fucking yeah. job. Ugh. Ugh. This album is like some of the 
darkest shit you could ever this is the, say. This might be the darkest album I've ever heard. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, it's up there, but it's also got some weird, wacky moments too. Shit like um, uh, and we danced. You know, like, I like that song. I, mean, too, I love it, bro. I love it. That is real funky. Like it's really almost like doesn't fit the tone of the mm-hmm. album, but that shit is tight. I know. I love it. All right. Called upon you, God. Oh, I might have to pull this one up and give us a listen, bro. I love this shit. Uh, where's the Juggalo family with fucking ABK? Juggalo on? family is always it. my favorite, but he ru- ABK ruins Juggalo until fans. eternity. For a hundred mainstream fans, and I said I wouldn't trade ten Juggalos for a hundred thousand mainstream fans. Ten Juggalos is priceless. I got love for my ass. This song is so fucking This tight. album is really fucking tight. Great choice, man. Good album. I may have more to say about that here in a minute. Um, yeah, I think you might. My number <laughs> my number three is going to be Green Book by Twisted. It's a great album. I love it. Um, I think it's Twisted's best album without a fucking doubt. Like I said, I considered that with Mirror Mirror. Yeah. It's so fucking I remember good. the day that this album came out, I was so excited for it. Yeah. That I was going to make my dad take me to the store to buy it the day it came out. And I got up early as fuck in the morning, like waiting for Best Buy to open so I go get the CD. Yeah. And my dad was like, I'll take you to get it. But he was like, I'm going to Sharon Woods and I'm going to walk. So like, you can either wait until I get back or, and I was like, fuck it. I'm walking I'm going. with you, dad. Because I don't want to wait for you to come home and then relieve. Yeah. And he was like, all right. And then we got to Sharon Woods and I was like, let's run. I was like, all right. And we <laughs> ran four fucking miles so that I could get to the store and get green. That's how excited I was for this wow. album, bro. I That's was awesome. that excited for this album. That's awesome. Yeah. I hear this album's like the original pressing's hard to find now. Like with the cool like insert with the faces I probably have it somewhere. I, I definitely have it. Um, I don't know if I still have it. And if I do, it's probably damaged, but I probably have it. I think like after Mirror Mirror, I think Quisset came out with like around the time they came out with Cryptic Collection 1 or 2 and shit like that too. And they've had, they had singles and they were very well established obviously i mean freak show did that to them but i think this album like set them in stone as like fucking like almost on par with icp like you are fucking i think the real fucking deal i think mirror mirror and the green book is where they eclipsed them think so yeah i think i think their first two albums were probably better than most icp albums but they didn't have that magnetic draw yeah i think these two albums are what i think made them better like every fucking song on this album is like I, I, every song i'm gonna go back and start bumping all this old juggalo shit now because i'm getting real nostalgic Dude, i mean this song right here too afraid of me God, I love this fucking song. This is I know the world is afraid of me. My favorite song on this album is Marshall Lagoon, though. Like the, bro, Jamie Madrock's verse on this is off the hook. Oh, I love it. He's the quarterback in yep. high school and he murders his girlfriend yep. and shit. Oh, my God. This shit is That's, so tight, bro. Oh, look. I literally got chills just I, thinking bro, about it. Bro, I do too, bro. Get that serious. <laughs> I got goosebumps, bro. Ugh. That's how good this shit is, man. Everybody dies with AVK of Bushwick. Uh, Bushwick. Yep. He's, I mean, and they got some crazy features on here. They got a song with Tech 9 They got a song with Lazy. Bone. They got a song yeah. with um, fucking E40. White trash with tattoos. <laughs> yeah. Bro, this shit is great. Ooh, I'm, feeling, I'm about to go down my juggalo hole here soon. This out, this I listen to this song like pretty often. I, I love, love, love this album. This is a great. I'm it's a good going one. my way. Then why does it suck so much to be Eric Redder today? Hey. He's like the captain of the football team and every girl who's the one in my school. She wants to suck my dick or sleep with me. 
I love uh, this shit. I, I did. This shit too. I think Marsh Lagoon might be my favorite on here. Ah, uh, I'm glad you agree, man, because I, I don't. I don't think anyone else really agrees with me on that. There's no, so many. That bangers, shit was. This is a great album. But like Violet that Jay's was on that a song good too. one. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. That's my number three, man. What was your number two? Damn, bro. This ooh, <laughs> you got me feeling my juggalo roots. <laughs> number two. This was debatably my number one. Okay. This was my favorite album in the world for a long time. It's Esham Tongues. Oh, okay. I'll be honest, I almost put this on my list. This is one of my favorite, like, there was a point in time where Isham was my favorite rapper in the world, and this was my favorite album. Oh. Flatline, obviously, is the best song in the whole album. Walking on, uh, without a doubt, this is one of the tightest horrorcore songs ever made. I would agree. This this song is amazing. But I didn't like, know this he had whole a album was great. for it. I didn't know he did either, for real. <laughs> is this something just somebody uh, threw together, probably? Oh, no, this is on Isham's I, official page. Shit. I know that after this, he signed to Psychopathic, and then he released an album where he had a music video for every song on a DVD. Yeah, yeah. And they were all like the shittiest music videos I've ever seen. I never even Like he shot them. He shot them all like in a room in his house. Like it would just turn the camera on and rap. That's like they were fucking bad. Bro. I remember him doing that. That was for A1 Yola. Yeah. He released yeah. an album called Repentance, Repentance. Um, which is dope. That album's actually dope. That album was really good too and I love Acid the Rain. concept. Acid Rain was great too. Yeah. Acid Rain was great. Acid Rain's kind of like a best of with some cool yeah. new shit at the yeah. end which is dope. Repentance, what was tight about that is like I love the intro where he's like father forgive me for I've sinned or whatever and he's like you're forgiven. He's like all right, bang, bang. And then he starts going back to doing dirty shit. Like oh, that shit. shit is, that shit was sweet. But this album, oh, anonymous star, give me a call. I'll murder you all. Bro, he fucking put, uh, he put, um, I love it. <laughs> Heather Hunter. He has Heather Hunter rapping on this album. Who is Heather Hunter? She's a porn star. Oh, okay. And he has her featured as I, a rapper. I remember that. Bro, yeah, that shit it. is fucking All so. Night, every hey, cool day. Keith, bro. Yeah, who's cool this, Keith? He's a rapper. He's just fucking cool. There's, a, I will he say, has like he has like these other alter egos that he raps oh, as, like okay. crazy characters or like comic book characters and shit. Cool Keith is sweet. There's some dope songs on here, but I will say, Dang family, it comes off so like Walking the Flatline is such an amazing like first song. That song is so that's one goddamn of the best, tight. That's one of the best like openers for an album. I've it's heard. amazing. Um, it sets the tone so well, but he does have like a few stinkers on here, which I don't really like. I think he probably does. But there's a few, there's enough good songs on here where this album does, I think it does kind of solidify. It should be one of the top um, horrorcore albums. This I'd is say. a great album. He's got a, a song with Violent J. I think he even disses J on another track on the same album, which is interesting. He definitely disses Eminem on this album. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there's some good shit on here. I like, um, I really, really envy the sunshine, baby. This is, this is a good album. Isham goes crazy on some, he, he gets kind of weird on some shit, but he, he it, seems like a weird guy. He, yeah, definitely. Seems like an odd guy, but this album is. Speaking of which, did you see that his, uh, he was on tour with Violent J? They like recent, like within the past week, and they I canceled. They had it. the E and J tour. Yep, they just canceled it. Like after a, a, like one or two dates. I wonder if something happened between them. I bet you it did. I'll bet you something did. It, there's always some shit between ICP and Esham. Yeah, like, what is. the fuck, man? There is always something. You know, him. they sign him, then he's off, then he's back, yeah. then he's off, then he's on a Hollow Wicked song, and he's off. Like, yeah, make up your fucking minds. Like, yeah. I mean, don't get Toxic me wrong. Toxic relationship there. If I like Jay, obviously is like such a fan that like he's probably just like Esham. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't not fucking right. let Esham right. work with me. Oh, here's Heather Hunter. <laughs> She's spitting too. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> bro, that's like that's real good for somebody that doesn't even rap, bro. That's Esham wrote it. He probably wrote did. It. That's still like yeah. she executing, bro. Like, yeah. This shit is tight. Yeah, there's some dope songs on this album. I love I, it. If you're if you never heard Esham, I think this is a good introductory album for him. It's a good album. 
Um, yeah. Good right, choice. What's your number two. That's a good choice. My number two is Great Malenko. Great Malenko. I had to put it on. That's there. the other one that I think is yeah. really good. I think honestly, like while Great Malenko is my favorite um, ICP album, um, I was uh, I it was kind of a toss up to add this or Jekyll Brothers. Like I kind of because I think Jekyll Brothers may be a better horrorcore album. But I just like Great Malenko as an album. Is, I think it's a great horrorcore album too. Yeah, I, I think this is the perfect ICP album. You know, this and Jekyll Brothers are probably close. I think, close. I think this and Jekyll Brothers are like it's a nice pairing. Like right, well, like right in between them is where like their timeline splits. Like Great yeah. Malenko and everything before it sounds different than Amazing Jekyll mm. Brothers and everything after it. Like every, that's a good point. Once you hit J- Amazing Jekyll Brothers, everything sounds a lot more new age. Yeah, like Great Malenko and Back sounds a lot more old schooly. Okay. But I can those, see that. But I think this is their best as the old schooly, and Jekyll Brothers are best yeah. as the n- new wave. Like this, this album's almost like it's as if they recorded like a hundred songs at this time, and they literally picked the best fifteen fucking songs they could have this at that good. time. I mean, it's so fucking perfect. I love it. All right, I'm not gonna drone on and on. No, it's it, a great album. What's your? Oh, here, let's get your number one sound effect ready. I'm curious to hear what it might be. Um, let's see. Uh, where's the drum roll? Here it comes. Tech Nine, King of Darkness. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, I was debating between which Tech Nine album I wanted to put on my list would be King of Darkness or Angelic, because those are the two most horror Corey. Start so good. Show me a god. Show me. A I'm god. an atheist, bro. Like you know, I'm vibing. I love that shit. I'm vibing off top, but like demons, blacken the sun. I think is so sick. Um, like it's got fucking three six mafia on it. Like there's so much great shit about this album. I agree. This is a great uh, choice. And this was also like I watched Tech Nine's career. Like um, I hopped on the Tech Nine train. Pretty much before everybody, um, I was, I was like a Tech Nine super fan before Absolute Power came out. Yeah, um, and that's kind of how I found a lot of this other stuff. I got hip to Tech Nine first, yeah, and nobody really knew who he was. I remember I went and saw the ICP Tech Nine Wicked Wonka, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony and KMK at Wicked Wonka, and I met Tech Nine. He like got off. He performed first. He performed a fifteen minute set, yep. and he got off stage and um, he was meeting fans, and I was first in line to meet him. Hell yeah. And there was like four guys behind me and that was it. <laughs> and um, I I watched his whole career and I watched him always kind of cross over and break through into the industry. Yeah. And it was just never working for him. And it seemed like this album was where he was like, you know what? Fuck it. And he just was like, I'm going to do me like fuck all of this shit. Yeah. And he just went back and he just started doing his own thing. And then he magically broke through. Yeah. Like it was like as soon as he stopped trying, that's when it happened for him. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Um, but like this album this was like that too. turning point where he like, I'm not even going to try to impress y'all anymore. And that's when he like really did. Hell no. Can I kill it? Hell no. Can I kill it? Hell no. There's a demon. There's, oh, this shit is so grimy, bro. I love it. I love um, it. I think Black in the Sun is my Black favorite. Black in the Sun is so dope. B-Boy really inspired me to do a lot of crazy things with my writing later on, too. Really? Yeah. I actually started doing some real wild shit. Like, um, if you've never heard B-Boy, basically, he raps the whole verse where he puts a B at the beginning of every word. It's all B words, or he changes them to have a B at the beginning. Oh, I don't remember that. And it's on some blood shit. Um... And when I heard that, it just. Uh, with B Boy, when I heard that, it made me want to start practicing writing 
different ways. And the bloody the moon. Yeah, that hook is so tight. Um, so like I had later on, I'll give away some of my secrets to the game right here, but like it this because of this song, I've done verses where I used only one letter. Yeah. Like imitating, trying to just flex that. Yeah, I got you. But I also like went as far as like I started this thing where I write verses, but I'll write I'll find a sixteen letter phrase. And then I'll write it down the page vertically, and then I'll write a bar beginning with the first letter, mm-hmm. so that if you looked at the lyrics on a page, it would still say that down the. I remember side. you so like the first time I, was I did supposed that. Supposed to be on a track that "Burn the Evil Witch." Burn song the Evil Witch, you. yeah. It ended up being me, McNasty, Bobby Cray, and Unique. Dope. I wrote a verse for that uh, too. <laughs> you never, you never got it to me. Never recorded it. Um, but like, yeah, like that was a good example. I wrote "Burn the Evil Witch" down the side of the paper, and then so if you listen to that song, it just sounds like a normal verse. But when you look at the lyrics, yeah. It says burn the evil witch, the beginning of the first letter of every bar. Okay. So, like, all of that started with this song. I started all these different writing techniques. Okay. It d- this does have, looks, sounds like Scatterman and Snug Brand, maybe. Probably. Uh, it's been a long time since I've listened to this album. I don't, I don't really like them, but. I do. I think they're sweet, bro. He does the whole verse. The bananas. <laughs> this shit is With tight. a brown bandana. That is tight. Bro, this shit is so hard. I forgot bro. about this song. But yeah, this album is a great choice. It's I, a great it's I mean, a great album. It's Tech Nine's most. We were discussing before the show, like is Tech Nine horrorcore? Uh, I don't know. I and I said, well, Kod obviously. No, is. you said you said he has one horrorcore <laughs> album, and I already knew that this was the first on my list. And I yeah. said, so what's the horrorcore album? And you said this, and I thought you were going to say Angelic. Yeah. And I was going to counter with, well, what about <laughs> King of Darkness? Yeah. But you said King of Darkness, and so I had to change it. And I said, well, what about Angelic? Yeah. And then I had to convince you on that. Yeah, Angelic. I think is more. I think as far as a Juggalo album, I think Angelic's probably more. Juggalos would accept it probably more, you know, never hear having heard Tech Nine or whatever, because it does have a lot of the the tropes you would expect from Juggalo albums, you know, story songs. And, this this is the Tech Nine experience. Oh, I love that album. Um, but KOD is like his darkest, which is why I would consider it more of a horror core album. I remember him. He even- writes all this like really crazy horror stuff, and his darkest songs that he's ever written are all about his wife. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. That's telling about him. I rem- like, I love you, but fuck you, yeah. and this ring. And I remember like- him talking about how this album like kind of put him into a depression. Um, and I, I can imagine. I I know Violent J said Violent that J after Hell's Pit. Uh, he said that about uh, Tales from Lotus Pod, too. Yes, yes. So, And you could see that. I mean, Jay was at his fattest during yeah, Hell's he Pit. he looked horrible. But he was at his thinnest during Shangri-La, and then they make Hell's Pit three years later, and he's literally like, the fattest person he's ever been, you know, it's, it's, it's weird how that it really, it, I mean, I don't think that's some bullshit either. It really does like fuck with your mentality, like constantly putting your brain in that mode to think negative, dark, twisted shit. I do think like art is like that in that when I was recording beautiful, yeah, I, I like, I wasn't working. I was working on my album full time for like eight months and I got into that. I was like staying at home with the kids and shit while baby's mom was, was working or whatever. And I got into this phase where like, I wanted to like really dive into like my most artisty artist side of me. So like I did this thing where I like stopped shaving. Okay. I was like, I refused to shave for months 
and she hated it. She was like, why? And I was like, when I'm done with the album, I'll watch it. <laughs> but like right now, I'm just like in my zone. Just like, let me be here. <laughs> sure. Let me be in this. And she hated, I'm sure that was one of the most miserable times of her life. She hated me. But I just wanted to be in a certain space. And like I, from that experience, I know how much like focusing on an album and and really putting everything into it can like change everything about you, the way you feel, the way you think. All of that. So it doesn't surprise me that like yeah, people could, write really dark albums that they could go through depression and things like that. I could feel that. Definitely. And I think that a big part of the reason um, ICP, you know, often will, although they make some of the dark shit, they, they make some like silly, wacky songs too to kind of counteract that. And I feel like they like went this route of, I feel like when they're really dark, they're better. Yeah. Um, but I feel like they got into this mode where they even when they were doing horror stuff and murder stuff and all that shit, everything was funky and trying to kind of be like bouncy and fun. Yeah. And I always hated that. I didn't hate it. I think they do it well, but I can understand. I'm not saying they do it bad. I just always wanted them to go back and like dark Lotus style. You know what I'm saying? Like amazing Jekyll, but like dark shit. And they just don't like, they just won't. Yeah. They don't. And maybe it's because it's how that makes them feel. I think their albums are usually at least lately. They've been kind of like, I think they, they do. They are a little bit more heavy on like the silly shit than the dark shit. So I to that I think you're right to a point. But they usually tr- it seems like they try to balance it out. Like each if of their you listen to Hell's Pit for as dark as that's supposed to be, it found fa- it feels more fun than it does dark. I, c- I could understand that. I mean, bowling balls like that doesn't sure. sound dark at all. Bro. But um, Suicide Hotline's very dark. I mean, they have moments. But I like, mean, it's tr- it's silly, but it's I mean that dude wrote that shit. You know what I mean? Like those thoughts went through his head. Yeah, but it's like, some dark shit. I don't think Truly the, Alone. I think is one of the saddest ICP I don't songs think ever made. Bodies of work sound the same as like a Jekyll Brothers and sure. Dark Loaded. No, you're like, right. Those those have a sound where they are clearly dark yeah i got you i um i was listening to when i was listening to icp randomly like random songs like they did play it played truly alone like out of context the other day without listening to the album as a whole which i don't do too often honestly with icp i usually listen to whole albums right um but truly alone came on like i legitimately kind of got sad i was like man like i really feel bad for violent j like i could i can imagine like the you could feel his pain like in that song you know and as corny as that might be like it's it, it seems real when you're listening yeah. to it, you know, like, but it's good shit. I love that. Um, all right. My number one, because it hasn't been, I obviously I haven't mentioned it already. It's definitely going to be tales from the Lotus pod. It's not a bad choice. Mars version. The fucking ABK version is, is blasphemy. I will never accept that as the official. Version. I mean, to be, to be, just to be fair, just to clarify. Yeah. When I pick this album up, <laughs> Oh, the Mars stuff was over. ABK was already out. So, like, I just picked up the newer version of the album. I gotcha. And later on, I got the Mars version, but I had been listening to the ABK version. I get version. it. So, it sounded weird. And it was the opposite for me. So, that's probably why I right. prefer it. Exactly. I, I think they kind of just phoned in the ABK shit because his verses are nothing to be excited about. I got and there's literally parts of some of the songs where you can hear ABK's, like, ad-libs on the back. Or Mars's ad-libs on the back. Yeah, you said that. I never noticed that, but you said that. And Not to mention, like, there's one song they literally chose not to even do do like an ABK verse. Violent J literally just comes on and says, Hey, Mars, Mars, you never were Lotus and, and you noticed, bitch. Yeah. Come on. Like you could have, ABK could have wrote a fucking verse for that song. How long does it take him to write a verse? Sounds like 15 minutes. 
You know, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Oh God, Mars is not. No, I actually like um, that shit now. I like uh, ABK's first album on uh, Psychopathic. What was it? Hatchet History. It's actually dope. I like that album, but everything else he's done, I do not care. I for. liked his Native Hatchet Warrior or whatever that was. I thought that was Hatchet cool. Warrior. That's the one that I liked. Well, that was all right. Yeah. yeah, that's the one where he's blue on the front with like the stars. Just on a real quick, briefly touch on note. Um, Happy. This is making me think of another album that could have made my. No, honorable mentions. What? Psychopathics from Outer Space. I almost picked that. Was that was a good one. It is really good. That was a good one. It's kind of like it's like kind of like a best of at the moment. Like it was obviously like a bunch of B-sides that they didn't know what to do with. It's like a compilation. Yeah, which like, was cool. Like a psychopathic best of I at the moment. Like everybody just had fucking dope shit on that one. Dirtball is one of I mean, I'll go on record and say that's one of Probably one of ICP's tightest songs. Like I don't remember that one. Dirtball is the very first song in the album where they're talking about um, This is our world! This is our world! This is our world! So get the fuck out! And they just talk oh, about being aliens. That. A strange place this dirtball is. A lot of folks. Oh, I do green. remember that. Uh, yeah. Whatever, fuck. The ones that stick out in my mind is there was a... Uh, Ice tea? Well, there was there was a Blaze joint. Okay, let's look it up. Um, and then like an Esham joint, I think. Probably. There's like two that like really stuck out stuck out to me. I didn't mean to like no, it's hijack okay. your. I do want to look that up because I I I don't mind talking about that album. But the last thing I'll mention about Tales from the Lotus Pod, it is by far the some of the darkest shit. It's it is the darkest shit. Any it's probably ever the darkest album I've ever heard. Yeah, and, and I don't know that I've heard a darker album. My favorite tracks are Black Magic, Alibaba, Juggalo Family, Hurt Myself. I mean, They're almost all good. Almost bitch, I'm sexy. I love it. And bitch. I and we dance. Sexy? I love it. Do you want me? <laughs> yeah, you want to take a ride in my Lexi? Why well, got a Lexi? I, I got, got a taxi. taxi. Get the fuck in it. it. Floor it. Pay for it, bitch. <laughs> so dope. I mean, like, it, but I think Jay's writing is top notch on that. Album it was too. It was, it was good. Um, yeah, Dirtball, murder, 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 murder. Oh, I love. I that's one of Twist's tightest. That's one of the darkest songs Where's the track I, I've ever heard, this, bro. That's right here. It's just not in like all the pictures are all different. Fucked up. Bro. Fifty bucks. Blam. Sleepwalker. Tight as fuck. I love it. Redneck Ho ninety nine. Great. Somebody dissing. It has like some random Twisted songs and shit. It's got Meat Cleaver on it. This doesn't is have this all the, the tracks. I'm gonna say I don't think this is the right. Nah, Look up the track list. Bro. You might be th the one with Eshawn might be uh, Psychopaths from Outer Space too. That's the one I'm thinking of. Is that not what I said? That's what I you meant. You said Psychopaths from Outer Space. That's why I'm not remembering any of these songs, okay. bro. Two is also I'm, good. This is the one I'm thinking of. This is definitely the one. Um, fucking. Oh, Blazing Eshaw. Bitch, shut Bitch, up. shut up is one of the two songs I was thinking about. Why you want to hold that shit was tight. Your mouth slapping in that bro, shit. Bitch, shut, shut up. up. Oh, I like the Bitch, shit. shut up. The Shaggy song with, um, it has like an exorcism uh, sample in the background. The Exorcist. This song is tight as fuck. What's the other song on here? Bitch, shut up is one of them. This Bushwick Bodies might have been it. The song with Bushwick Bill is pretty tight. Conquer might be the one you're thinking of. No, it's not. Oldie but goodie. It might be Oldie but goodie. This song is dope as fuck too. Play Oldie but goodie. All right. Bitch, shut up was one of the two I was thinking of. There's another one that stood out in me. No, my nut early. <laughs> Ten bodies, maybe. Uh, where's that? Blaze. Oh, that's a that's a tight song. That Ten bodies like... left in the ground before dawn. Ten bodies. 
This is the other one I'm thinking of. This song. Those two songs, like Bitch Shut Up and Ten Bodies, like those were like the jam in that moment for me, bro. I think this Twisted Hollywood I'm Coming actually is, it was speculated a lot of lyrics were disses towards KMK. Believe it or not. I don't think that was speculated. That was pretty clear cut, wasn't it? (laughs) I don't know. Isn't that the one where he's talking about the daddy? Maybe. You're 50 years old. Like, yeah. Yeah, bro. This shit was like cut and dry, bro. That was clearly. This is definitely about KMK, bro. Okay. Monoxide verse, I know. <laughs> they don't really go hard on disses that often, you know? So I mean, they all just talk shit and say names. That's what they do. I mean, that's like when when ICP was dissing like Eminem, it was like a lot of gay jokes. Like it wasn't yeah. real personal. Yeah, but um, nothing but a bitch thing. I think is a great diss song. <laughs> it was cool. It wasn't bad. It was. I think. It, I think for all the people to try to diss him, most people were pretty weak. I think ICP had some decent moments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. Slim Anus was funny, but it was just gay jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like. Bloody bodies, murder, be my favorite hobby. And if I love this album back in the day. Yeah, this this album is great. I think I have more nostalgia for part one, but part two came with it. A lot of the songs are great. This is the one I meant. I never okay. meant the first one. I meant the second one. You know they came out with a three? No. You want to see what's on that? Gotta Just out of curiosity. Sure. I know. I've listened to it. I literally can't remember it. We went down this juggalo hole deep here. Hey, bro. man. Um, oh, I want to talk about this real quick. Oh, oh, oh. I do remember seeing yeah. uh, the artwork for this. This has, oh, this has a Jump Steady song on it. Oh, if this, it's anything like uh, Master Lotus. of the Flying Guillotine, I don't care. Ooh, it has a Boondock song on it. Ooh. This song's tight. Can you hold it down for a second while I piss? Yeah, sure. What was I going to talk about? Oh, I don't remember. Oh, that song is so tight. Oh, I know what I was going to mention. Oh, this song's tight, too. A lot of good shit, man. We're having a fun little juggalo time. I was going to say... Violent J has a new album that was only given away on his tour. Did we already talk about this? I feel like we did. It's called Brother. Like, it has a Hulk Hogan picture on it. Let me show you guys. Violent J. I wanted to talk about this with uh, ends. (coughs) VIP CD, yeah. I have not been able to find a um, good download for this, but... This shit is tight. We have the Hulk Hogan with the Juggalo bandana. He like samples a lot of um, famous beats and shit. Hold on, where is it? Oh, here we go. Um, I was just talking I wanted to talk about this Violent J has a new um, EP called Brother That was given away on his tour Did I did I already mention it? Okay On the E&J tour The only way to get this album Was to get a VIP package And it's already been cancelled So there's no way to get it right now But somebody uploaded it to YouTube They rap on like a bunch of random beats and shit Like he does It's, it's pretty tight Like it's actually fun Like you know it's it's Violent J once did something that really inspired me too. What? Um, I remember before the Wraith Shangri-La came out, he put out a sampler for the album. Yeah. 
but it wasn't like songs from the album. Yeah, nothing from the Wraith was on. It, it. was just like an EP almost. Yeah. Like he had one song where he was just telling everybody to buy the album. Yeah. I remember And that. I thought that was the dopest shit ever. <laughs> I thought it was like the coolest fucking way you could ever fucking do a sampler. And so like later on, like when we did the Grindhouse album, Triple Feature, I um, did a song called Coming Soon. Everything on the Triple Feature album was like themed about film and movies. Okay. And so I did a song that we put out just before the album came out called Coming Soon. And it was me doing the same thing, telling everybody oh, to buy dope. the album and shit. And I was just rapping about like the Triple Feature album, Coming Soon. Like it was an ad, like a trailer. Yeah, I got you. That's dope. Yeah, well, like that was inspired by Violent J. That's so tight. I thought that was cool as fuck. Well, check this shit out. I mean, get you a Britney Spears sticker so they don't get suspicious when they see you at the, the register. register. <laughs> um, that's also the one that has um, uh, we'll never die alone. Yeah, Juggalos will carry on. Yeah, swing our hatchets if we. Wasn't that something that they just performed at shows and they never put out? The first time they ever did it was in Peoria. Before the Wraith had come out, their final like show of the night or whatever, I remember it. I, it was one of the best Juggalo moments of all time. They started playing it, and like, then they reveal like the Wraith in the background and shit, and like, we'll never die. It's like, and then they just chant it for like fifteen minutes straight. It's fucking pandemonium. Yeah, it's yeah. Fago spraying fifty people on stage. ICP and, puts on a fucking show. Oh so my give god, god, it's amazing. It. Um, but they do a lot of cool things that other rappers should do that they don't. I agree. They, they have fun with it. All right. Well, hey, if you can get Violent J Brother EP, hit me up because I need a copy. I want it. I want an actual copy of it. There you go. But I want to download it too. <laughs> Brother, it's got Hulk. I know. It's so silly. All right. All right. You ready for Raise the Bars? Yeah. Let's, let's, let's flip it. Let's raise the bars. Oh, here we go. Sorry. I got to push this button now. I forgot. <clears throat> Ooh, they just yeah. released the... These words cut deep like scars. Now tuned in to the motherfucker brings the bars. What were we saying? They just released the lineup for uh, Bonnaroo. If anybody cares, I'm probably gonna go. Who's the top three people? Well, I mean, on yeah, the on the list, like who's headlining? There's what I'm asking. Four days, so right, who's headlining of, each day? You got the Grand Ole Opry, Fish, Childish Gambino, Solange. Uh, Brock Hampton, the Everett Brothers, Grizz, anybody R. good? L. Grime, anybody Post good? Malone, Odessa, okay. Hozier, uh, Fish again, <laughs> Cardi B. Boring. There's a few people I want to see here. I want to see Post Malone. I want to see Childish Gambino. I want to see Cardi B. I want to see. I wouldn't mind seeing Fish for real. All right, count me out. All right, who's for L. Grime? <laughs> I'm I'm probably gonna go. All right, probably who, gonna go. Who you want? You want to go first? I don't care. All right, here you go. Um, hold on. <coughs> All right. All right. And I got a few words for the moms of the young barbs. Guess who supports a child molester? Nicki Minaj. You paid for your brother's wedding. That's hella foul. How you spending money to support a pedophile? Is this... Um, who was it that she was beefing with that did Sheether? Is this from Sheether? Is that what this is? You got raid at first, bro. I'm not telling you anything about it. Um... Uh, I'll give it a six. Sorry. Okay, okay. this is all right. It is Remy Ma. Sheether. Remy Ma. That's what it is. I was gonna say I have the song. I can't pull the fucking rap. The female rapper's name. Ah, I'm impressed you picked that up. I'd never heard of this song, but I know you like Nas and Ether and shit. And I like I like uh, Remy Ma too. Okay. I never heard. Yeah. Yo, you ever seen like Remy Ma? Like, bro, she is like 
She looks so fucking good and she is so fucking ghetto. Like, yeah. I would be afraid to fight that bitch. Yeah, let me look up a picture of her. I never she looks that. great, but like her whole attitude and everything, like, you don't want smoke with Remy. Like, you just don't want that, bro. Let's see. Like, Remy will fuck you up. Just like a hood rat bitch. She's not like, she's really kind of classy, but she is just like, she right is here. like the most strong, empowered woman I've ever seen in my oh, life, bro. God like, damn. this bitch will fuck you up and she look good doing it. I swear to God. She's married to Papoose. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, she's pretty yeah, attractive. Yeah, look great, but she pretty, is, that's an intimidating woman to me, bro. Pretty, pretty fine. Oh, got a nip slip, maybe? Ooh. I don't know. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I like Remy, but I want to be her friend. I don't want to be her, her foe. Okay. So Remy gets a six. All right. Freedom or jail clips inserted. A baby's being born. Same time a man is murdered. The beginning and end. As far as rap go, it's only natural. I explain my plateau and also what defines my name. I cannot figure out this rhyme scheme. Freedom or jail clips inserted. A baby's being born. Same time a man has murdered the beginning and end. As far as rap go, it's only natural. I explain my plateau and also what defines my name. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm sure if it was rap to me, I would give it a little more credit, but I cannot figure out this fucking rhyme scheme. The rhymes that I am seeing are stretches. Um, you got to say it with a cadence, I imagine. I'm going to give this I may a, have put the slashes in the wrong spot. I pulled the lyrics off and just threw the slashes on there saying maybe in the wrong oh, spot. Okay. Which may be throwing off your cadence here. So that might be my fault. Same time I'm, all right, here, let's try it like this. Freedom or jail clips inserted. A baby being born, same time a man is murdered. The beginning and end as far as rap go. It's only natural. I explain my plateau and also what defines my name. That's better. That's um, <laughs> the what defines my name I literally could not tell you what that raps with or rhymes with excuse me it doesn't okay um, I don't know I don't really like this at all to be honest I don't give a shit about anything they're saying it seems like some bullshit I'm gonna give this a big old five wow, you're tripping that's Nas this is from a song called Nas Light Nas is like freedom of jail clips inserted a baby's being born same time my man is murdered the beginning and end as far as rap go it's only natural i explain my plateau but also what defines my name shit is sweet okay maybe it I sounds sweet it. to a beat that does not sound sweet to me sweet it. to a beat but not sweet to me Nas, you do not get a monster bash for me um hold on late let's go let's do this one <clears throat> Searching for a big brother, Tyler was that. And plus I liked how I rap plus he liked how I rap. The blunted mice in the trap. Too back too black for the white kids and too white for the blacks. From honor roll to crack cracking locks up off of them bicycle racks. Searching for a big brother, Tyler was that. And plus he liked how I rap. The blunted mice in the trap. Too black for the white kids and too white for the blacks. From honor roll to cracking locks up off of them bicycle racks. This shit is super tight, bro. I like this a lot. Eight. Dope. Really good. I love the rhyme with uh, two white for the blacks and bicycle racks. That's a tight the rhyme. The two black for the white kids and two white for the blacks. That whole sentiment like yeah. resonates with me like on multiple levels. Like white people think I'm too ghetto and black people think I'm not ghetto enough. And then like I'm biracial and I'm not, I don't really fit in anyone. You know what I'm saying? Like I just, I identify with this. I like this. You got a guess to who this might be? Just judging. What about, I'll give you a hint. Judging off that first line. Judging off the first line. Mm -hmm. uh, um, Earl sweatshirt. 
You got it. That is who it is. Yep. Um, this is a song called. If you hadn't said that, I would have guessed Logic based yeah. off the the biracial aspect of it. Um, this song is called Chum. I, I never heard. I've never heard Earl Sweatshirt, but he can obviously fucking. Spit. He's a really good rapper. Terrible live performer. Really? Yeah. That's a shame. He's real monotone. Okay. Great rapper. I say, it seems like he's got bars. I liked that a lot. Honestly, I opened for him once. Oh, dope. I father, I Brooklyn Dodger them. I jack, I rob, I sin. Oh man, I'm Jackie Robinson. Except when I run base, I dodge the pin. I father, I Brooklyn Dodger them. I jack, I rob, I sin. Oh man, I'm Jackie Robinson. Except when I run base, I dodge the pin. Do you understand any of this? I'm not sure you do. Hold up. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. I'm not going to explain it to you. I just, I just want to know. Do you understand? I understand a little bit of lingo. Okay, I the understand. Stuff. I understand the run base and dodge the pin. I get it. I, I just ask because it was sports stuff. That's the reason I, I ask. Yes, I Brooklyn. Do- I know that's a Dodgers reference. I know Jackie Robinson's a Brooklyn Dodger b- baseball player. I know that. Okay. Oh, he's the bl- first black baseball player. I know that. Thank you. Um. <laughs> I'll give this. Um, this is cool. I mean, this is good rapping, good rhymes. Brooklyn Dodger them. I rob, I sin. Jackie Robinson, dodge a pin. That's all dope. Like internal rhymes. I like that. Um, you know, it seems like some real shit. I like this more than the last one. It's just nothing to write home about. Um, I'll give this one a 6.5. It's fucking crazy to me. Um, first of all, when you were talking about this, I had this thought where... I don't know if Jackie Robinson was a Brooklyn Dodger. He might have been an L.A. Dodger. I don't know when the Dodgers moved from Brooklyn to L.A. Hmm, I don't know either. Um, but I'm not sure. Um, I have been to Dodger Stadium in L.A., and they have a Jackie Robinson number in there, which makes me want to think that he was probably in L.A. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But this line makes me think he was in Brooklyn, so I'm really unsure. Maybe they, whoever wrote this is uneducated. I don't know when the Brooklyn Dodgers moved. Um, if, I anyway, was, if I was writing this, I would have looked that up. This is, I should have. I, I wouldn't think about it. No, no, no. I mean, if I was writing that, oh. I would have looked well, it up. This is Jay-Z. It's from a song called Brooklyn. Okay. Um, I have heard this song. I've never been a big Jay-Z fan. Um, I came across these lyrics and I thought, you know what? For me to have never been a Jay-Z fan, this is a 10. That's a 10. Wow. I would agree really? with that 10. I father, I Brooklyn Dodger them. I jack, I rob, I sin. Oh man, I'm Jackie Robinson. Set when I run base, I dodge the pen. That's a 10 to me. That's a 10. Okay. I mean, there's a lot of um, metaphors and like double meanings and shit happening here. I wish you would have given that to me because I would have given it a 10. I love the I jack, I rob, I sin. Jackie Robinson. That's cool. But I don't understand what it means to say I father and then I Brooklyn Dodger them. What does that mean? I father, I son them. What? I I son them. Why, what's like, that mean? Like, you don't know what that... It's like a slang term. Like, if I son you, it means, like, I'm your dad. But like, saying I, I son you. Saying I Brooklyn Dodger, it's like saying I son them? No, I father is like saying I son them. Brooklyn Dodger them is going into the... I jack, I rob, I sin. Well, I understand that, but... Jackie Robinson. What's it mean? Into the, what's it mean I to say... Them, but what's it mean to say I Brooklyn Dodger them? That's where his explanation is. I Brooklyn Dodge them. Explanation. I jack, I rob, I sin. Oh, man, I'm Jackie Robinson. I think Except there's some I kind of base, double meaning there that rub, we're missing that you missed too. No, that's, there's there's got to be another reason he said I Brooklyn Dodger them. I father I Brooklyn Dodger them. Why did he say that? Other than to to make sense the third third line. It would be like there's a colon after them. I Brooklyn Dodger them. 
I Jack I Robinson. Oh man, I'm Jackie Robinson. All right. I don't understand what I broke the Dodger them means. Out of context. <sighs> he jacks, he robs, he sins. That's what it means. Really? Yeah, that's the explanation to the I Brooklyn Dodger them. That's a stretch. To say someone's Brooklyn Do- Brooklyn Dodgering someone, they're really gonna say I jack, I rob, and I sin. Like that's what that means. That's what he's saying. I don't know if that's mm. a normal term that he's that's he's inventing the term in this bar. Is that what you're saying? I think this is a ten. I would have given that a ten out of ten. This is dude. the only two other things that I would have ever given a ten out of ten on this show so far are the Lupe Fiasco, Reindeer Slaves, and the uh, Eminem off Amityville. Those are the only things I ever felt I mean, that good. I appreciate Jay Z's like. I don't abil- even like Jay Z. I appreciate Jay Z's ability to like squeeze so many like double meanings. Like I know he's good at that, and that is double uh, entendres. That's a sure sign of somebody who's a good writer. Don't get me wrong. I do appreciate that. I just hate his raps. I just hate it. Like, I've never, I mean, I've literally never heard like, a, other than Big Pimp, and there's not a single Jay Z song. I like 99 I, Problems. I should, nope. Cool. I don't like it. Are you tra- like, he has songs. Do I not like. like it. He has songs I like, but like, I've never been a big Jay Z fan, but I saw this and I was like, wow. That's fucking amazing. What's amazing. The, what's the, oh, I take it back. I, there's one other JC song I like. That was the one on the uh, Rush Hour soundtrack. The. Uh, Oh, fuck. What was this? God damn it. I don't remember. It was like his first breakout song. I liked it. Whatever. I can't remember. That's garbage. I mean, that's a that's a testament to what I really feel about Jay-Z. I think he's a six and a half rapper. Like, he might be a 10 writer, but I don't like his rapping. So I'm not a huge Jay-Z fan. Love that quote. Uh, hold on. We're, we're going to do... Jumping around here. Doesn't really matter the order, I guess. I should have started differently. Um, We already did that. Let's just go ahead and do this one. We got to start making changes. Learn to see me as a brother instead of two distant strangers. And that's how it's supposed to be. How can the devil take a brother if he's close to me? (sighs) Start to make changes. Learn to see me as a brother instead of two distant strangers. I like that a lot. And that's how it's supposed to be. How can the devil take a brother if he's close to me? I'm giving it another eight. That's good. That's Tupac from the song Changes. Shit is fucking good. <laughs> How did I not know that? I know, right? I know that song too. <laughs> Shit. I feel like I do that a lot here where it's like hard to like catch stuff. Yeah. When just reading it. Yep, it is. That was good though. <laughs> I was close to go and trying some coke and a happy ending would be slitting my throat. Ignorance to cope, man. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is love and I need that shit. I mean, I like this better than literally anything else you've given me today. Oh, you're tripping. This is I, I like this. I don't even think this is great, to be honest. I think this is good. Um, they're talking about some real shit, which, as you know, I like. Um, it's feelings, you know, which is cool. Like if you can get your feelings, like for real feelings out, I like that. You know, I can appreciate that. Um, I was close to go and trying some coke, and a happy ending would be slitting my throat. You know, a very depressed shit. Ignorance to cope. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is love. And I need that shit. I'll give this a seven. I don't think it's anything to write home about, but it's good shit. It's a fair grade. It's a fair grade. This is uh, Kid Cudi, Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. I'm on the pursuit of happiness and I know. I love that. Ignorance to cope, man. Ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is love. And I need that shit. Yeah, that's I love nice. that shit. I like that. Oh, we already did that one. Yep. <clears throat> All right. First, ship them dope and let them deal to brothers. Give them guns, step back, and watch them kill each other. It's time to fight back. That's what Huey said. Two shots in the dark. Now Huey's dead. This shit is tight as fuck. Obviously, it's talking about the government. 
Ship him dope. Let him deal the brothers. Give him guns. Step back. Watch him kill each other. It's time to fight back. That's what Huey said. Two shots. And, oh, this shit is good, bro. Eight. Dope. I think it deserves it. This is from the song by Tupac called Changes. Fucking good, bro. <laughs> same, song. same song? <laughs> yeah. How am I not catching this shit, bro? Yeah, man. It was good. I like it. I guess that one would have been less likely to catch just because I wouldn't have been thinking. Yeah. No, man. I mean, it's fair. It's fucking sweet, bro. I love Pac. I'm glad you didn't pick him out. Uh, that's great. And you still graded it fairly, you know, like it's legit. I'm glad that you got two quotes from the same <laughs> song. I didn't know either of them and they both got the same grade. Yeah. I was like, yep, still consistent. Yeah. Good old Pac. I like that. All right. Never say I'm better than Hove, but I'm the closest one. Heard you looking for trouble. What? I'm supposed to run? Yo, bitch invited. Yo, bitch invited me inside her. Ain't I supposed to come? Got niggas that'll blow your tee off. Put a hole in one. Ooh, I like that. Talking that shit. Yeah. I'm the closest one. I heard you looking for trouble. What, I'm supposed to run? I like that. I like those bars a lot. I love, like, when I'm reading bars and, like, it's long line, long line, and they, boom, like, they hit all the beats. Like, that's how I write. You know what I mean? Like, I love that. I know what you mean. I mean, this is my favorite so far of the day. I'll give this an eight. I think this is pretty fucking dope. I think that's fair. This is J. Cole's from a song called Look. What is it called? Looking for Trouble. It's like a feature. It's like Kanye and I think See Hi to Prince is on. It's a bunch of people. But that put a blow your tee off and put a hole, hole in, in one. one. That's uh, That shit is fucking nasty. <laughs> I bro. like that a lot. I really like it. <laughs> Heard you looking for trouble. What? I'm supposed to run? Like, ugh. Yeah, that's tight. That grimy. I like that shit. All right. I'll say you're better than Hove. There you <laughs> did. I, I don't even like you. All right, here you go. Really want to fuck a bitch. EB can't get enough of this. See me take what I stuck her with. Then I got to run and give it to another chick. Gutter trick. Suck a dick. State the texture of a brick. Making the magnum rubber split. What a prick. The brother's sick. All right, he talking that shit. <laughs> EB can't get enough of this. See what I see me take what I stuck her with that I gotta run and give it to another chick. Gutter trick. Suck a dick. State the texture of a brick. Make them magnum rubber split. What a prick. The brother's sick. This shit is pretty good. I like all the scheme and everything. I don't feel like they're really saying anything. They're just talking shit. I'll give this a seven. Okay. Pretty good, but not as good as the other ones. It's fair enough. You've said this about this rapper before, the same exact thing, which I I, I like. And again, keeping it consistent. This is Tech Nine. <laughs> Song's called E B A H. Evil brain, Eba. angel heart. I think Tech Nine definitely says a lot a lot of the time, but I think he does have a lot of things that are like this. Yeah, absolutely. I, I thought that when I when I picked this out. I, too. I will also say that quotes like this are probably more likely to find themselves and raise the bars than the things where he's saying more because a lot of the times when he's saying more, it's part of a larger context in mm -hmm. a song that's bigger. And you'll pick it out. Yeah. I agree. Well, I mean, they would be harder to quote just four bars. Though. No, okay. Like they're you. part of like a full thing. Yeah, that one's just like, like shit talking. Yeah. I got yeah. you. Um, all right. This is the last one. I start to think and then I sink into the paper like I was ink. When I'm writing, I'm trapped in between the lines. I escape when I finish the rhyme. I got soul. I start to think and then I sink into the paper like I was in it. I start to think and then I sink into the paper like I was ink. When I'm writing, I'm trapped in between the lines. I escape when I finish the rhyme. I got soul. I like everything they're saying. I don't understand. Well, like I get it probably fits fun, like an ad lib 
the I got soul. Just I don't understand it's the end of a verse. I don't understand the That's point. Just like the last bar, and then he just says I, that going into the. I get it. Um, I still even in like out of context, like I don't understand why you would write all that and then say I got soul. Like I like everything else they said. Like it makes sense. Then I got soul. Like whatever. Um, I start to think, and then I sink into the paper like I was ink. When I'm writing, I'm trapped in between the lines. I escape when I finish the rhyme. I like that a lot. Um, don't I, get hung up on the I got soul. That's not really part of the book. I know. That's I know. Just like the, I, I'm ignoring that because it's yeah, stupid, yeah. anyways. But um, I like everything else they're saying. I I felt like that. I know. I know the feeling. You know, shit. Um, but I, nothing monumental or crazy. I think it's just okay. I'll give it a seven. That's fair. I would probably give it an eight, but that's close. Um, this is Rock Him. It's from a song called "I Know You Got Soul." Oh, okay. I got you. That's why I said like don't. Yeah, that's really not relevant to the rest of the bars. Yeah, I mean, the- even with that, if with that chopped off, it was still. Yeah. I would have gave it the yeah. same grade. Um, but yeah, that was fine. Dope, man. I just like that as a writer. I got you. Um, I trapped theme- in between the lines. Like I like that. Yeah my my theme this week was uh, I picked everything that had the word brother in it, and there is because I really want that Violent J brother EP. Man, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> need it. Got hooked me up, man. Uh, Come on, buddy. Didn't didn't Hulk Hogan have like a rap album? Yeah. You didn't find something with Hulk Hogan rapping? I should have. I definitely should have. Brother. I, I dropped the ball. I'm sure there's it's a song there called. I, he's got a song called I Want to Be a Hulkamaniac, which is great. You know, you never heard it? I'm I sure I have. I want to be a Hulkamaniac. Have Probably fun have. with my family and friends. I don't know what I'm talking but I'm sure I've heard If it. you want to be a Hulkamaniac, I can sure tell you how to stay on track. You got to train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins too. These are all the things that the maniacs do. Positive thoughts and positive <laughs> deeds. You don't know that? <laughs> no, I'm mad that you know that much of it in a row. You're, eat your vitamins. <laughs> so you got to train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins too. Uh, uh, that's so funny. All right, that was a good one, man. Yeah. Fun race the ball. Throwing a casual N word. Yeah. <laughs> Hulkamaniacs. <laughs> that's funny. Ah, shit. Hulk Hogan and the Wrestling Boot Band. That's the name of the artist. The song, the album was called, um, I think it was I Want to Be a Hulkamaniac, actually. All right, raise the bars. That was fun. Good shit, man. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Oh, here, let me push live. Um, so that was fun. Um, anything else you want to touch on or say or do before we wrap things up, bro? You're going to do a giveaway? Oh, yeah, we forgot to do that. Thanks. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, we already picked the giveaway. We are giving away Scribble Knots Unlimited for Steam. Um, we picked our winner via random drawing. There were over 400 entries. That's pretty good. 441 entries, right? That's pretty yeah. good. Um, we'll be giving away more stuff here soon, so stay tuned to our Facebook page and shit like that. Um, we're definitely going to be giving away Fear 3 because we don't think we gave it away last week, as far yeah. as we know. Yeah. Um, if, we're, if, if if we give away Fear 3, if Fear 3 doesn't work, we'll give you something else. Right. Place, we'll man. hook you up. <laughs> Nevertheless, um, of all the people that entered, I randomly drew, and the person's name is Gently Centric at the C underscore salt trio on Twitter. They seem to be someone that literally just enters random giveaways as far as I could tell. But nevertheless, they won fair and square. I can't. As long as they subscribe on YouTube, they can win. They did. So congrats, Gently Centric. Be on the lookout in your email here very shortly for uh, a humble um, link to redeem um, Scribblenauts Unlimited. That's a, boom, it's boom, a boom. really cool game, especially if, uh, I don't know if you've ever played Scribblenauts, but I haven't. It's a really, it's a, they're actually really fun games. You be super creative, fun to play with the kids. It's fun because you can literally type anything and it'll show up in the game. Anything, as far as I can tell, and you can interact with it. Your character can, like dog. Yes, without a doubt, dog is on there. I literally, elephant. I literally typed 
exoskeleton and it literally gave me like a mech to, to get in and walk around. <laughs> you get, like, I, I, I have yet to ha- stump it. I've tried random shit just to see and like bad words, obviously it ain't going to do, but right. it'll do everything else. That's it's pretty so, cool. It's amazing. And the newer version, I think scribble knots unlimited supports like, um, adjectives too. So you can say like, flying you can make your person like fly just by typing the word flying or like be a ghost and they can be a ghost like it sounds tight it's really interesting like you the whole point of the game is it's like a little you're in one little area but you can go up and down floors and like there's people there that want you to do something for them usually like produce some kind of item to help them do what they're doing and as long as you produce something they can use they'll use it and you get like points that sounds tight bro it's a fun game that reminds me i remember playing like the leisure suit larry games as a kid yeah like you had to like type in what you wanted to do yeah, oh, like, that's right. Like, like you had to be like, I never like, played like chained to the bed. And you'd be like, have to put out the fire, and you're chained to the bed. And how do you do it? And you have to type in stuff until something worked. I like that shit. Don't I have cartoon titties in that game? Uh, yeah, they're usually like hidden, and then there's like a code to like ah, reveal them. Hell yeah, yeah. I think I have one of those games that came in a humble bundle or some shit. I've played them since I was a kid. I should probably like revisit them. That'd be fun. Well, try Scribble Knots, man. It's a fun game. They have a DC one with like you could be like Batman and shit. It's pretty cool. Check it out. Um, check it out. So, congrats, gently centric. Be on the lookout for uh more contests and giveaways. We're going to be giving away some ends albums as soon as we figure out how. So stay tuned, boy. Um, got anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? Buy all my music. Give me your money. Like, share, subscribe, comment. On YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, iconoclash.net. It's in baby.com. Check out the Unknown Pod. I was on last epi- the last episode. Check like that out. those guys. Yeah, they're good guys. All right, guys. Peace out. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time on Iconic Flash. See ya. Hey. Hey. Thanks for watching and or listening. If you did that, um, we are Iconic Flash. We are live every Tuesday on Facebook. So do the stuff. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out iconoclash.net. I'm not going to play. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>